Emotionally, it is easy to dismiss the work of Dr. Anna Maria Mielchia, for it is very disturbing. But her work is shown through scientific testing and backed up by government and NGO documentation. And the evidence shows that humanity has already been infected with cutting-edge surveillance nanotechnology. This is a follow-up to my last report on Dr. Mielchia's hydrogel research. New research shows that those who receive the COVID shots emit a fluorescent orange glow in their faces that is visible under a UV light of 365 nanometers. And those who have been exposed to shedding emit this glow around their nose. After his wife was coerced into getting the COVID shot, PhD Justin Coy began his own research. He found that the more shots a person received, the more they glowed under UV light. The glow can be seen initially around the nose and over time spreads throughout the entire face and into the neck. After a hot shower, filaments are expelled through the skin of the vaxxed and these filaments also emit a glow under UV light. These filaments not only glow, but they have been shown to move on their own in spastic movements. And they are also attracted to people. In videos, they can be seen trying to latch onto a finger. And when a person who has received the shot has dry skin, these expelled filaments will become airborne. This could explain how shedding occurs from the vaxxed to the unvaxxed. The Pfizer trial document stated that an unvaxxed individual in close proximity to someone who's been vaxxed can be infected by inhalation and skin contact. In 2008, a biological nanotechnology pesticide designed to kill the brown moth in the state of California was deployed and appears to have included the same sort of fluorescent invisible micro dye that we see in the scientific research. Dr. Hildegard Stanninger tested individuals exposed to this nanotech pesticide and found that a glow could be detected in their eyes under UV light. Dr. Stanninger called this the eye of Horus effect due to its similar appearance and claimed it was due to the use of fluorescent thiocyanate in the pesticide, which according to the literature would have been used to track the effectiveness of the dispersal. The idea has been around for decades. The Institute for National Security Studies, Non-Lethal Weapons, Terms and References, published in 1997, discusses an invisible infrared dye which is visible under UV light so that rioters can be later identified. Justin Coy points out how the genetic code for luciferase, a bioluminescent enzyme found in nature, is included in the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines, along with SV40, which could theoretically allow the luciferase to be written into the genetics of the recipient. Coy proposes that this could be what is causing the vaxxed to glow under UV light. The TRACE Act, HR 6666, COVID-19 Testing, Research and Contacting Everyone Act, was introduced in May of 2020. The bill authorizes the Centers for Disease Control to contact, trace and monitor the population. In late 2020 and early 2021, people all over the world started noticing purple streetlights, which is the color of UV light. The quantum dot tattoo research funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation provided a way of detecting whether or not a person was vaccinated by including fluorescent medical information in the vaccines.
invisible near-infrared tattoos that would imprint beneath the skin to later be read by customized smartphones. In the scientific literature on quantum dot research, these fluorescent medical information tattoos have a similar appearance to the faces of those infected by the vax under UV light. You may or may not believe in biblical prophecy, but it seems clear that the ones running this diabolical program are using it as their playbook. From Revelation 13, and the second beast required all people small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead so that no one could buy or sell unless he had the mark. But never forget, we still have free will. Greg Reese reporting. In 60 seconds, I don't have time to tell you about all the incredible ingredients in TurboForce. But if you simply go to InfoWarsStore.com and look at the list of ingredients and look them up, every one of them is known to give you boosted, clean, focused energy without the letdown. We're talking up to 10 hours of clean energy per serving with TurboForce, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. And it's discounted right now. And it doesn't just boost your body's clarity and focus and stamina. It also funds the InfoWar. So it's a 360 win. If you've never tried TurboForce, now is the time. It's got five-star reviews. TurboForce at InfoWarsStore.com will take your energy and your clarity to the next level without the letdown, and it funds the InfoWar, a true 360 win. So, go get TurboForce today at InfoWarsStore.com, and I know you will not be disappointed because thousands of others have gotten it, and it has five-star reviews. Get TurboForce now. It's Tuesday, February 20th in the year of 2024. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. I am your host, Harrison Smith. Okay, three, two, one. Big day today. A lot of videos uh, to go to, lots of stories to cover, lots of insanity across the globe. And in the second hour, we'll go ahead and premiere the newest pitch meeting, the climate change pitch meeting. And we'll follow that up by going through a collection of headlines about climate change and just how insane the whole thing has gotten. So stay tuned for that. But let's begin today, as we do every day, with our Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Tuesday, the 20th of February, 2024. From Daily Mail, large COVID vaccines, largest COVID vaccine study ever finds shots are linked to small increased risk of neurological blood and heart disorders. But they're still extremely rare. It's extremely rare. Of course, no matter how rare it is, when you inject a billion people, you're probably going to get a pretty large portion of those with something. They had double the risk of Guillain-Barre, 3.7 times higher risk of brain swelling. So 
That's something. COVID vaccines have been linked to small increases in heart, blood, and neurological disorders, according to the largest global study of its kind. An international coalition of vaccine experts looked for 13 medical conditions amongst 99 million vaccine recipients across eight countries in order to identify higher rates of those conditions after receiving the shot. They confirmed that the shots made by Pfizer, Moderna, and AstraZeneca are linked to significantly higher risk of five medical conditions, including a nerve-wasting condition that leaves people struggling to walk or think. Okay. But the study also warned of several other disorders that they said warranted further investigation, including the links between brain swelling condition and Moderna's shot. Still, the team says the absolute risk of developing any one of these conditions remains small. For instance, 13 billion doses of vaccines have been administered, and there have only been 2,000 cases of all conditions. But those conditions, I remind you, can be neurological or nerve damage. That can leave you unable to walk, and the vaccine doesn't actually stop you from getting the virus. It actually makes you more likely to get the virus. So if you're doing your cost-benefit analysis, remember that the cost is, well, for one thing, your soul and your free will, uh, but on top of that, uh, a risk, however small, of massive neurological heart, vascular brain damage. Uh, The cost is also overall pain and discomfort after having received the shot, also myocarditis and a number of other life-threatening conditions. The benefit is uh, nothing, is absolutely nothing. So when you're doing your cost-benefit analysis, remember that everything about the shot is on that cost side. The benefits are nothing. Moving on. Oh, I'm sorry. No, the benefits are uh, massive amounts of money to the pharmaceutical institutions so that's sorry that would be a benefit to somebody somewhere meanwhile alabama supreme court rules frozen embryos are children alabama supreme court has ruled that frozen embryos are children under state law and subject to legislation dealing with the wrongful death of a minor stating that it quote applies to all unborn children regardless of their location the court issued this major decision in a lawsuit brought forth by a group of in vitro fertilization patients whose frozen embryos were destroyed in december 2020 when a patient removed the embryos from a cryogenic storage unit and dropped them on the ground good lord The plaintiffs subsequently filed two lawsuits against the facility, the Center for Reproductive Medicine, alleging that the clinic had violated Alabama's wrongful death of a minor act, which applies to unborn children. The the plaintiffs also alternatively alleged negligence on the part of the clinic and sought compensatory damages, though the claims of negligence were specified only to be pleaded if Alabama courts or the U.S. Supreme Court decided frozen embryos were not children. Uh, yeah, I'm sort of I'm sort of torn on this. I'm actually a fan of IVF since it allows a lot of people who would otherwise be incapable of having children to have children. I think anything that increases the amount of life in the world is good. So I like IVF. I have family members who wouldn't be here without IVF. And I don't think that frozen embryos should be treated the same as a baby that's alive and breathing air or gestating in a mother, I don't think it's the same. And I think it's a tragic but necessary aspect of this very amazing technology that allows women to have children when they otherwise wouldn't be able to. So I don't know how I feel about that, but 
there it is. People saying this makes IVF illegal or something. It doesn't. It's going to make IVF a lot more expensive and preserving embryos more onerous. But it doesn't, it doesn't really make sense, does it, if you're treating embryos as children, but they can be frozen and exist for 100 years in a state of stasis. That That's not true about children. I don't know. I just don't think you should. I don't think that's the right decision, but there it is. U.S., uh, meanwhile, from CNN, U.S. proposes temporary ceasefire in Gaza in draft U.N. resolution. The United States has proposed a United Nations Security Council draft resolution on Gaza calling for a temporary ceasefire in Israel's war against Hamas and warning against an Israeli ground incursion into Rafah, where hundreds of thousands of displaced Palestinians have fled over the course of the conflict. This is a bit of a bit of a course correction for the United States. We've gone from unilaterally vetoing every attempt to impose a ceasefire on Gaza from the U.N. Time and time again, over the last several months, the U.N. has put forward ceasefire resolutions, and America has been the bulwark against those going through. Uh, but now we're calling for one, I guess. The U.S. draft comes ra- comes after it had vowed to veto an Algerian draft proposal calling for an immediate ceasefire. The council will vote on the Algerian draft Tuesday morning. According to the text of the U.S. proposed draft, which CNN has seen, the U.S. is calling for a temporary ceasefire in Gaza as soon as practicable, which falls short of the wishes of most other Security Council members who want an immediate ceasefire. The U.S., which has traditionally protected its ally Israel, <laughs> its ally, its sovereign lord and master Israel from U.N. actions has repeatedly resisted calls for a ceasefire, emphasizing what it claims is Israel's right to defend itself following Hamas's terror attack on October 7th. It also voted against at least two Security Council resolutions on the war. The U.S., they said, it will re- redouble its efforts to negotiate on the ground. What does that look like? Well, it looks like America begging Israel to stop murdering everyone and Israel saying no, and then we give them $14 billion. That's what negotiations look like between the United States and Israel. Israel now bombing uh, civilian areas of Lebanon to a, a large degree as they start rolling out the Gaza treatment on their next neighbor, you know, kind of like what we were told would happen with Russia and Ukraine. It's all very horrible. It's all horrible, and we'll get into that a little bit more. There was a clip yesterday on Twitter of, of uh, Destiny debating some guy. And the guy's like, you know, bombing hospitals. Destiny's like, uh, have they actually bombed any hospitals? The guy's just like, yeah, dude. Yeah, Al-Shifa. Destiny's like, I, I, better, I better make a note of that. And it's like, so then I was thinking, I was thinking, are there even any hospitals left? Like, I'm pretty sure the last I heard was their one remaining hospital was being invaded by Israeli commandos and they were stripping the doctors and forcing them to stand outside in their underwear. Pretty sure all of the hospitals in Gaza have been destroyed. So you just go and you just search Gaza hospital, click, you go to Google and it's just like this, it's just like this unrelenting stream, this, this, horror porn vomit of massacre after massacre after massacre it's it is crazy 
it's crazy. It's like Israelis dress up as doctors to sneak into a hospital and murder somebody in a coma. <laughs> Israel bombs all but the last two remaining hospitals, which don't have any supplies and people are dying on the floor. Israel invades a hospital in Rafah, shuts off oxygen to five patients who die. Israel, it's just like, oh, my God, it just goes on and on and on and on and on. So uh, I think there should be a ceasefire. I think that's the least we could do. Like Tucker Carlson, Tucker Carlson, the clip, I had it yesterday, but I didn't play it. But Tucker Carlson just gave a speech where he's like, I think Benjamin Netanyahu is the most dangerous person on earth right now. I think we'd be well justified in invading Israel to disable their nuclear weapons, which I have to agree with. I'm on Tucker. I'm on Tucker's side with this one. Okay, meanwhile, moving on, uh, Infowars.com has this story by Ben Warren. EU now codifying migration quotas to flood Europe with illegals. A new set of regulations and policies on the European Union's sustainable migration and asylum process called New Pact on Migration and Asylum has just been approved by the European Parliament Committee on Civil Liberties, Justice and Home Affairs, opening up the continent to up to 75 million new migrants. Yes, folks, quotas. Quotas to replace your own population with foreigners. Uh, can you say suicidal? Can you say tyranny? Can you say a landmass dominated by people who oppose the natives there? I mean, just brutal. And we'll, we can get into that a little bit more later. And our final story here, again from InfoWars, relates to the skit that we'll show a little bit later, the pitch meeting about climate change as this says cnn calls for limits on how often americans can travel abroad carbon passports may be the answer maybe 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 they will build the wall it'll just be to keep us in maybe that's the solution ordinary folks like you and i are still doing too many things and going to too many places for the globalist liking so cnn's ross bennett cook a lecturer at the school of architecture and cities at the university of westminster in london has a solution carbon passports that limit each person to no more than x amount of travel in a given year so and that'll be determined by your worth or value in the new global system so if you're somebody like John Kerry or Bill Gates, who's an important fixture in the climate change agenda, who's traveling around the world, imposing restrictions on everybody else. You're too important to be restricted. You'll be allowed to fly wherever and whenever you want on your private jet. But if you're just some schmuck, you can't take advantage of the miracle of flight. You don't have access to the world You can't get anywhere you want to go in 24 hours because of the miracle of modern technology. That's precluded from you because you're not important enough to go anywhere. And no more cruises either, by the way. You're not going to be able to go on cruise, on cruises, but they are still systematically offshoring all of our manufacturing and even food production to China. So they will still be plying across the ocean in gigantic cruise ships, every one of which output the same amount of carbon and pollution as a billion cars in order to, you know, take as the, the classic example is a tangerine from Argentina, ship it to Taiwan, package it there, and then ship it all the way to Dallas to be sold on a supermarket. That Trans-Pacific journey will still go unimpeded, but if you want to take a boat to the Caribbean because you're retired and want to enjoy life, 
No, no, that's not happening ever. Taylor Swift and other celebrities will still be allowed to travel on their multiple private jets everywhere they go, but middle-class families will have to stay home for the rest of the year once they reach their carbon limit. Because, you know, otherwise the oceans will boil. Right now, the average American supposedly produces 16, a 16-ton 16 carbon footprint every year, which Bennett Cook says is one of the highest rates in the world. For the United Kingdom, the average is 11.7 tons of carbon per year, while the world at large averages 4 tons of carbon per year. And remember, South Africa is the only country actually achieving its climate goals, and it achieves those by having a failing infrastructure where the power is uh, the power generation plants are collapsing and, and inoperable inoperable so obviously you might see some sort of clash between the idea that people in the first world places like america and europe produce excess carbon and therefore need to have their population lowered and also the desire to bring 75 million more people from the third world where they don't produce a lot of carbon into the first world to make them more carbon uh, producers to make them produce more carbon you might see some sort of contradiction in that Uh, it's because it's all predicated on lies hardly concealing a depopulation program specifically and almost exclusively aimed at white people because it's about power and eliminating the possibility that there are groups of people with enough similarities and solidarity and a history and heritage of freedom and independence and human rights to actually stand up against the globalist combine that's trying to put everybody in the world into a form of slavery similar to what they have in China. So uh hope that clears up that little that little confusion. Oh man, the, the people in the first world produce so much carbon. We need 75 million more of them. And people in the in the first world need to stop having babies. So what we need to do is bring 75 million people from the countries who have exploding populations. I shouldn't need to explain any of this. All of this should be obvious to anybody with a couple brain cells uh, to rub together. But hey, what do I know? In fact, while we're on the topic of, of climate change, which will be a main topic of today's show, let's go to clip number four here. And this is where all of these various nefarious schemes to enslave humanity all intertwine, all various webs of the globalist depopulation program come into one tangled knot of control and submission where you've got the World Health Organization at the World Government Summit saying the world needs to treat climate change like a health crisis. Let's go to the director of the WHO, Tedros, at the World Government Summit this year. Let me be clear. WHO did not impose anything on anyone during the COVID-19 pandemic. (laughs) Not lockdowns, not mask mandates, not vaccine mandates. We don't have the power to do that. We don't want it, and we're not trying to get it. Our job is to support governments with evidence-based guidance. That's right, folks. Advice. Well, let's pause real quick. And when ne- this video needs to be 
There's that classic uh, joke, right? When you when you look up ugly in the dictionary, you see your face. When you look up gaslighting in the dictionary, this video needs to play. This video needs to play. Is Does he think he's fooling people? Does he think that we don't remember three years ago? Is he trying to pull something off here? I'm I'm legitimately confused. The director of the WHO just said in a perfect with a perfectly straight face, they never imposed lockdowns. They never imposed vaccines. No, 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 of course not. Of course not. I think this is the I think it's a consequence of the, the, the transitory nature of our current situation where we're moving from national governments to global governments. And right now, the global government that is being built is still is, is operating right now in an unofficial capacity. So the WHO puts out guidance and then you've got corporations and governments and people all over the world in positions of power who use that guidance to impose restrictions on their own citizens. So he's right that the WHO itself doesn't actually have technical authority to do the things that they're demanding everybody do. That's why they delegate it to the national or local governments to carry out their orders. Very convenient sort of air gap between giving the orders and the orders being carried out acting as if this is all voluntary. So let's go let's go back to Tedros. Let's let's start it over, shall we? I wasn't prepared for that. This clip is new to me. WHO Director General Tedros gaslighting the world about lockdowns and vaccines and all the other restrictions that came directly from the WHO, who whether they had the authority or not, were treated by our national authorities like their dictates were law and to be enforced with the color of law, regardless of whether or not it violated our basic human rights. Let's go back to Tedros now that we're prepared for the gaslighting that we're about to encounter. Let me be clear. WHO did not impose anything on anyone during the COVID-19 pandemic. Didn't impose anything on anyone. Not mask mandates not vaccine mandates. We don't have the power to do that. We don't want it, and we're not trying to get it. Our job is to support governments with evidence-based guidance, advice, and when needed, supplies to help them protect their people. But the decisions are theirs, and so is the pandemic agreement. It has been written by countries, for countries, and will be implemented in countries in accordance with their own national laws. In fact, WHO will not even by a party, will not even be a party to the agreement. The parties are governments and governments alone. Far from ceding sovereignty, the agreement actually affirms national sovereignty and national responsibility in its foundational and foundational principles. Wow. Indeed, the agreement is itself 
an exercise of sovereignty. Wow, no way. It's about the commitments countries are making to keep themselves and each other safer from pandemics. And it recognizes that they can only do that by working with each other. Yeah, I was I was not prepared for that level of gaslighting ever. So just to review, the WHO never made anybody do anything. They never enforced masks or lockdowns. They never even, I, I mean, maybe they might have mentioned it once or twice as like maybe a good thing to do, but it was actually your fault for doing it. And the pandemic treaty, which would create a global government structure under the WHO, where their guidance was in fact considered international law, and that sanctions would apply to governments that refuse to go along with their dictates, uh, that's actually an act of nas- national sovereignty. It, it's actually there to reinforce national sovereignty. Uh, the real headline can be found at, uh, at InfoWars. The latest draft of the WHO pandemic treaty will establish a planetary dictatorship controlling every facet of our lives. Uh, that's what actually is happening at the WHO. And maybe you don't remember, but they were behind the lockdowns. They were behind the masks. They were behind the vaccines. We'll have to continue on this conversation on the other side, folks. Stay with us. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products like Next Level Foundational Energy. I don't have time to tell you about it. Just go research it. It is incredible. Just get it and you will be amazed. And then at least you know you're funding the operation. Get a copy of my book. That keeps me on air. Signed or unsigned. Fundraisers to sign copy. The Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next renaissance. InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. In a galaxy of endless energy needs, the power of TurboForce rises above the rest. The force that propels you to tackle your day and face the dark side of fatigue. TurboForce ensures you stay sharp, alert, and at the top of your game. Don't let fatigue pull you into the dark side. Be the hero of your own saga. Harness the power, feel the rush, and take control with TurboForce. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today, and may the TurboForce be with you. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. And that's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life. All at the same time, keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist. And people can't identify who's a patron and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. And get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard how amazing turmeric is for inflammation, for your joints, your bones, your blood, your organs, your mind, everything. Well, we have Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula with 95% curcuminoid extract. No one that we know of has it even above 85%. This is the strongest formula on the market, and it's way lower price than some of the top brands out there that are 75%, 80% humanoid. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula is amazing. You're missing out if you don't try it. It's discounted right now, 40% off at InfoWarsTore.com, and it funds the InfoWar, a total 360 win. You owe it to yourself to try Bodies. I know you'll be amazed. Get yours right now at InfoWarsStore.com or call toll-free 888-253-3139. Bodies, 95% humanoid extract will absolutely blow you away. All you got to do is try it. Get yours now. InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, folks. Tony, I was not prepared for the level of gaslighting that we've just run into. And what this reeks of is, is desperation, as it really seems like the awakening to what these international cabals like the WHO, the UHN, the, the UN, uh, the WEF, you know, what these people are up to, it's finally broken through to the mainstream. And when they try to implement things like the pandemic treaty, instead of it just quietly being passed with the mainstream media cheerleaders there to solemnly report on this important advancement in human organization, you have a chorus of people speaking out against it and saying not only is what you're proposing just horrifically damaging to basic human rights, but we've already seen how you handled things under COVID and you got everything wrong. So not only would we not agree to this on principle because we actually are sovereign and we don't need to give that up for any reason, but if we were to give it up, it wouldn't be to you, you absolute incompetent psychopaths. Nothing that the WHO suggested worked. They did nothing to mitigate the spread 
of the virus. They didn't even respond to the virus until it was spread all over the world. We on InfoWars were talking about COVID and coronavirus saying we should shut the border for months before the WHO decided to chime in with billions of dollars and networks around the world and detection agencies constantly surveying the earth for the rise of new unexplained viruses. They missed it somehow. So incompetence, willful negligence, whatever it is, you people aren't worthy of running a Dunkin' Donuts. Why would you run the world? Why would we let you run the world? And that is what's at stake here. It is a blueprint. The pandemic treaty is a blueprint for global government on the basis of your health. But in reality, that's just the convenient door for them to enter into. That is the convenient cloak for them to wear while they impose a dictatorship that will control every single aspect of your life, just like they want to do with climate change and carbon passports. Just find every aspect of human life and find some way to worm your way into a controlling position there. And we've called them out and people understand this now. They saw what happened with COVID and they see what the the, the power grabs that these groups are making now. And a lot of people are standing up against it. So now they have to go out and try to desperately and embarrassingly gaslight the world into thinking that we didn't see what happened over the last four years, that they never imposed anything. They never suggested lockdowns. They never said you should put masks on. They stopped the virus. They saved us from the virus. It's probably how history will be written, unfortunately. And we'll go to another video here of somebody actually explaining what the pandemic treaty is actually all about in contradiction to the head of the World Health Organization actually telling the truth about the sovereign sovereignty-destroying global government bill that is the WHO pandemic treaty. But I think another part of this, I was thinking about this weekend. I haven't really totally organized my thoughts on this, but hear me out. Maybe this will make sense if I just start talking and see where it goes. There's this idea in conspiracy theory, and I'm sure you've heard it if you've watched InfoWars or been in this sphere for a long time. It's sort of a form of predictive programming, but the idea is that these groups, these satanic occult groups, have to tell you what they're going to do before they do it in some form of ritualistic cleansing of their guilt, that by telling you what they're going to do, they therefore can do it with impunity and this is always presented as sort of an occultish, almost ceremonial fulfillment of a requirement that in order to carry out the ceremonies that they are engaged in, this is an aspect of it. This is an aspect of the ritualistic process where you have to let people know by signs or, or symbols or predictive programming stuff in TV. I think it's more mundane than that. I think it's more basic and and tangible than that i think what it has to do with is as we know abuse or control of an individual or a small group like a cult or a nation it all falls on the same moral plane or the same you you can use the same uh techniques to a person as you can to a nation and it has to do with getting the person to go along with their own abuse, to be a participant in their own abuse. And you can even see this when pedophiles abuse children, 
and they tell the children, you know, you're also at fault for this. It's actually your fault. You you made me do this to you. So don't tell anybody because I can't believe you made me do that to you. And by getting the person that you're abusing, that you're controlling, to think that they're actually responsible for it, to think that it's their fault, then they become an accomplice as well as a victim to you. And it makes your control that much more solid. This also works legally, where if you get somebody to sign a contract, even if you do it coercively, even if you do it abusively, even if the contract is unfair and not something that they wanted to sign, if they sign the contract, then they have no legal recourse to what you're doing. So the the method of control for humanity is to get the person that you're trying to control to agree to and co-sign their own abuse. And that's what it's it's not so much about a ritualistic occult sort of thing. It's about morally and legally being immune from blowback by getting your victim to go along with your exploitation and abuse. So it's not so much about sending symbols or signs as a, some sort of fulfillment of a ritualistic process. It's more of if I tell you I'm going to do this and you don't stop me, it's your fault. You can't blame me. I told you I was going to do this. You can't blame me for abusing you. You signed the contract. And I'll, I'll play that video on the other side, but just try again to, to illustrate what I'm talking about here. I was watching this weekend. It was, it was a beautiful day. I was doing yard work outside, and, of course, I'm listening to just like satanic occult infiltration to the music industry podcast and it was talking about uh okay here's there's one example in sync when in sync was first getting started you had this guy i think his name was leo perlman who had already produced the backstreet boys lou lou perlman lou perlman he'd already produced the backstreet boys he was producing in sync they were all from like florida he brought them all to new york with their parents because they were still young at the time and he offers them a contract and one of the mothers of the NSYNC guys goes, well, I want to get my lawyer to look through this. Lou Perlman goes, no, you can't. You can't. We, this is now or never. You're missing your opportunity. We got to do this right now, now or never. You got to do this. And essentially, they had to do it, right? He was the one with the access to the record labels. He was the one that could essentially make them A-list stars. So what was being presented to this mother was, look, you either sign this contract, no matter how bad it is right now, without looking into it. Or I find a different kid to replace your son because you're nobody. I'm the one with access. I'm the one with, with power here. So sign the contract now or I take it away. And so the contract was abusive and it's since been settled in court and they sued the guy. And the, I mean, the dude was a criminal. And so you have this abusive, exploitative, exploited, uh, you know, exploitative uh, contract that they want the person to sign and they sign it. And so then they get exploited. But then legally, what recourse do you have? You sign the contract. Sure, you were coerced into it. Sure, you know, it was, it was unfair. And he, what he was offering you, you know, the power that he had was such that you either had to sign it or, or, you know, go away. But by getting them to sign it, by getting them to agree to it, then the exploitation morally to him and legally to the justice system, the exploitation could continue uh, without being stopped. That's what telling your victim what you're going to do to them does. That's what getting them to go along with the abuse does. It allows the abuse to go on forever. 
and morally and legally clears you of consequences. In 60 seconds, I don't have time to tell you about all the incredible ingredients in TurboForce. But if you simply go to InfoWarsStore.com and look at the list of ingredients and look them up, every one of them is known to give you boosted, clean, focused energy without the letdown. We're talking up to 10 hours of clean energy per serving with TurboForce, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. And it's discounted right now. And it doesn't just boost your body's clarity and focus and stamina. It also funds the InfoWar. So it's a 360 win. If you've never tried TurboForce, now is the time. It's got five-star Reviews. Turbo Force at InfoWarStore.com will take your energy and your clarity to the next level without the letdown, and it funds the InfoWar, a true 360 win. So go get Turbo Force today at InfoWarStore.com, and I know you will not be disappointed because thousands of others have gotten it, and it has five-star reviews. Get Turbo Force now. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda at the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four-and-a-half-year-old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. InfoWars Live Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver has finally returned. To celebrate this powerful product's long-awaited homecoming, we're slashing $10 off the asking price, passing the savings on to you. Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes and has applications for both preparedness and regular use. Concentrated to 30 parts per million in a pure base of deionized water, this survival silver is the perfect fit for you and your family's routine and emergency supply. Beloidal silver is an amazing natural product that can assist your body's many healing processes. Do a deep dive, research the possibilities of colloidal silver yourself, and don't miss out on this limited time offer of $10 off. Try InfoWars Life Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver today. Available right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking it? About four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm -hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and 
they didn't have the same effect. But so X to iodine, I really wanted to point that out. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. The revelation of the method. The revelation of the method is what it's called. Thank you to uh, TJ Hoff who just sent that to me on Twitter. The revelation of the method, the power of predictive programming. It's all very, it's very interesting. So I think in a way that's what's going on with the World Health Organization, the World Economic Forum. If they can get you to sign the treaty, they can fulfill certain legal obligations, then you have no recourse even when the things that you're signing are abusive and exploitative. So we just heard Tedros head of the World Health Organization, just blatantly try to gaslight the world in a, in a rather insulting way. It's insulting to our intelligence that they think we don't remember what they did over the last four years or haven't read the pandemic treaty that lays out their nefarious plan for world domination in plain black and white. And I remind you again, if you want to actually look into this, just go to Infowars.com. World Council for Health slams WHO's pandemic treaty, quote, threat to sovereignty and inalienable rights. Again, if this was 10 years ago, they would have gotten away with this without any pushback because there's places like InfoWars, because there's people who recognize now the threat that we're under. And in fact, we'll go to a clip a little bit later of uh, Brett Weinstein talking about realizing how dangerous all this stuff is when he was talking to – Joe Rogan. But thanks to people like us existing and by pointing out the threat to sovereignty that this pandemic treaty represents, the threat to personal individual sovereignty as well as national sovereignty. That's why when Tedros gives the speech, he is sure to try to counteract those claims. In fact, he's so desperate to counteract the claims. And again, this is what they always do. This is another example you can add to the pile. He can't just say, we will respect your sovereignty. He can't just say this does not threaten your sovereignty. He says this actually reinforces your sovereignty. Actually, the pandemic treaty is the thing that makes you sovereign. It's all about national sovereignty, actually. Just like the election wasn't just pretty good and we got the right result. It was the most secure election ever. It's like these people, when they lie, they can't just have nuance. They can't give some ground to their Opponents and say, well, you, okay, yeah, it does a little bit to damage sovereignty, but it's necessary because otherwise everyone will die. So, you know, what's more important, survival or sovereignty? They don't make those arguments. They say, actually, the pandemic treaty is the thing that makes you sovereign. Is It's all about national sovereignty. We care so much about national uh, national sovereignty, we wrote the pandemic treaty to reinforce and uphold it. They can't just lie they have to invert things. They have to turn things inside out into a mirror image of what it really is, a disturbed aberration, completely contrary to reality. It's insulting. It really is. So let's go to this uh, the, the video of this woman. I think I lost the page where it was. Well, I'll tell you who she is in just a second. And... Uh, 
I believe she is in the WHO, but here she is talking about the pandemic treaty and what it really represents. Let's watch. We're undergoing a soft coup, and the idea is to create a whole new set of laws and ignore the existing human rights laws and other laws under the pretext of pandemic preparedness and the biosecurity agenda. The WHO is developing through all its nations, but with the WHO directorate in the United States in charge, a pandemic treaty and amendments to the existing international health regulations that will remove the human rights protections currently um, embedded in the IHRs, will enforce surveillance, censorship, get rid of freedom of speech, require governments to censor and only push a single narrative. Also, we will be sub- subject, if, if they can make this work, to vaccines developed in 100 days, which the organization CEPI is planning to do. And one of the people who founded CEPI was Jeremy Farrar, who is now the chief scientist at the WHO to bring this forward. Um, other things that, uh, that amendments do is to bind the state so they're no longer recommendations but enforceable edicts. Uh, provide a liability shield, get rid of intellectual property rights, move supplies from one country to another, um, enforce digital passports, and the Director General of WHO can demand that a pandemic or a potential pandemic exists. He can just declare it with no standards, and then countries around the world will have to obey. Uh, Also, the WHO will tell you what drugs you can and can't use in your nation once a pandemic is declared. Obviously, the budget will increase. One Health is another part of this. One Health is a concept that was created to enable the WHO, with these documents, to take over jurisdiction of everything in the world by saying that climate change, animals, plants, water systems, ecosystems are all central to health. Also embedded in this concept is a peculiar notion that humans are no longer of greater value. (laughs) Yeah, that's the truth. That's what is actually happening. That was Dr. Meryl Nass, a member of European Parliament, again saying the treaty will remove human rights protections, allow censorship and digital passports, will require all governments to comply with WHO guidance and declare a pandemic whenever they decide they want one. And again, the way this will be enforced is that there's embedded punishments for nations not going along. So if the WHO says it's pandemic, you need to use this medicine, and a nation says, actually, our scientists don't agree, uh, then they'll be placed under economic sanction by the World Economic, uh, or I'm sorry, the World Health Organization, because it has nothing to do with health. It has to do with control, destroying national and individual sovereignty. Again, we don't need to go too much into this because we have. For years, and if you go to InfoWars.com and just search Pandemic Treaty, World Health Organization, you find a plethora of videos and documents and articles about this exact thing. One from March of 22, World Council for Health slams WHO's Pandemic Treaty, calling it a threat to sovereignty and inalienable rights. 
Pandemic treaty, quote, increases the WHO's suffocating power to declare unjustified pandemics, impose dehumanizing lockdowns, and enforce expensive, unsafe, and ineffective treatments against the will of the people, claims this health coalition. And you can actually see an extensive interview that Alex did with a German lawyer saying this is not about health. It's about global domination as people are increasingly becoming aware, which is troubling. You know, it would be nice to have organizations that focused on health and help to keep us safe from the possibility of emergent pandemics. Uh, But what happens is when you create a body like that, the evil, sick people in the world see that as another vector of infiltration, another vector of control that they can take over and use to their own ends, just like the judicial system, just like the education system, just like every system where these despicable worms get their claws into. Do worms have claws? The metaphor doesn't work, but it is true. Once you create a power system like this, it will be infiltrated and turned towards the ends of the psychopathic depopulationist global warming climate change agenda driven nonsense. That's all about enslaving humanity and destroying any remnant we have of our historical freedoms and inalienable rights. So. We can't have nice things when everything we try to do that's positive gets infiltrated and taken advantage of for clandestine and destructive means. The asylum system, the medical industry, the media, these things would be nice to have and actually serve their purpose. But instead, people who are appointed to these positions see it as an opportunity to exploit their power and uh, destroy people rather than fulfill the obligations for which the body was created. We'll move on now, and in the next hour, we are going to premiere the climate change pitch meeting. And actually, I realized that there's a little mess up on my export of the pitch meeting, so the one I'll upload to Twitter will be a different, slightly different, a little bit of a different skit than the one that you're going to see on this show. So if you're tuned into American Journal, you're about to see an exclusive one-time broadcast of this particular skit meeting and then I'll immediately upload the corrected version and you'll see, you'll see what I mean when we watch it but stay tuned for that we'll do that in the next hour we'll move on from one control method to the next from controlling your health to controlling the climate regardless of how they couch it the point is they want total control and sovereignty over every aspect of human existence from the food you eat to what goes into your blood and this message we've been saying forever support us in this mission at infowarsstore.com we'll be right back 29 years on air all i've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist and i've done the best job i can to tell the truth of an accurate and we are on record as the most accurate there are and i've tried to sell products to fund ourselves unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people we don't do that We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methylfolate with high quality organic B-complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It energizes your cells and then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy. The strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. I- 
I'm not perfect. I'm under a lot of stress. But if I didn't have the supplements we have, we promote, I wouldn't be able to continue to be on air. And when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them. Because we're fearless and we don't back down. We got God on our side. But God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsStore.com. And that is a 360 win. Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller because people loved it so much. They had such great effects. Got all these natural compounds that clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillaries, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great, but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer Nitric Boost because it costs us so much to make. And now we can offer it for 40% off. Infowarstore.com, Nitric Boost, finally back in stock, 40% off out of the gates. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. The, the problem is the folks who have been loyal Democrats who will vote blue no matter who need to wake up. That party has been captured by something that is not interested in the well-being of the country, of the West, of the citizens. It is time for them to go. They have to leave. The idea that Newsom is going to be swapped in and because he's not senile, he stands a chance of winning is uh, it couldn't be more troubling. Now, personally, I think RFK Jr. is the solution to this problem. I don't know that anybody can solve the problem of the can capture. Can he win? Uh, yeah. Is there a pathway that he could become the president? Yep. Uh, there are multiple pathways. That said, do I expect it to go that way? Um, I think we all need to start thinking differently. I think we need to recognize that the capture of our system is such a profound threat to the well-being of the country, to the future of our kids and grandkids, that whatever needs to happen for us to come together and usher those people out in favor of something that is at least just not part of that plan has to happen, right? So as far as I'm concerned, the best shot we've got is Bobby Kennedy. Bobby Kennedy is... Um, highly intelligent. I think he is deeply patriotic. And I know from interacting with him and watching what he said that he's also courageous. Right? He's I, I don't want to overemphasize this, but he is literally willing to die to take a shot at saving the country. And I think we need to get behind that. And if anybody has real thought that they might be killed. It's a guy whose father and uncle were killed. Right. Because of doing the exact same thing. Well, I, I was in the audience um, at the at uh, Freedom Fest, which is a libertarian festival. It was in Memphis. And uh, I'm no libertarian, but I felt very welcome there. I gave a talk. Bobby Kennedy also showed up and gave uh, a talk um and it, you know, it was attended by pretty much everybody. And the talk was very well received, even though Bobby Kennedy is also no libertarian. Um, but the last thing he said in that talk was that everybody there knows that there are fates far worse than death. 
And I believe that he was speaking absolutely from his heart. And he was telling you that he knew he was taking this risk, but that somebody had to take it on our behalf. And, and he was stepping up. So to my way of thinking, that's the best shot we've got. And I really feel like the story, his origin story, makes this like Odysseus returning to the manor, right? Stringing the bow, that this is this is that iconic moment. And I wish I was certain that once in office, Bobby Kennedy had the power and the insight to get rid of the people who have captured our system. But I'm not sure anybody does. I think he's the best chance, but the, it may be that the control is too elaborate. Isn't it wild that you would have never thought this four years ago? That you well, would have never thought the system was this you know, the funny thing is, I do think it's way more screwed up than I knew four years ago. But even four years ago, I knew it was bad enough that it, I, I was, it was suspicious. An, it was an emergency. I was suspicious, but I wasn't convinced. Well, I thought they're mostly good people, and they get f***ed over by this weird system, and you become part of it, and you have to play ball. I didn't. I didn't think it went as deep as it does. I mean, I keep seeing that it goes deeper, but uh, four years ago, even. Ten years ago, I knew that we were dealing with out-of-control capture. and that so Brett Weinstein and uh, Joe Rogan talking about the state of the world. I don't know how you can't realize how bad things are right now. I still don't think they, they quite fully grasp exactly what's happening. One of the reasons I don't think they have a, a full scope view of what's going on is uh, – because where's the mention of Donald Trump? I mean, how can you see an evil establishment like the one we have and not realize that the best bet is the one they're obviously terrified of and doing everything to destroy? There's still something in the minds of these people that doesn't let them complete the circuit and fully understand and comprehend what we're dealing with here. It's a death cult, a global death cult, and they hate Trump. Hello, Americans. I want to share with you a story. A story about inflammation, the silent menace that lurks within our bodies, affecting our health and well-being. Inflammation, the root cause of countless ailments, quietly wreaking havoc over time. Long-term exposure to inflammation has been linked to a myriad of health issues, from heart disease to arthritis, even cognitive decline. But fear not, for there's a beacon of hope found in the wisdom of nature. A remedy that has stood the test of time, turmeric. And now I present to you Baudis from InfoWarsStore.com, a powerful blend crafted with precision, boasting 95% curcuminoids extracted from turmeric. It's good for your heart, your brain, everything. It is 40% off, back in stock, Baudis Ultimate Turmeric Formula, InfoWarsStore.com. Tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. In the southern part of Texas, in the town of San Antonio, is a fortress all in ruins. Right, welcome back, we ladies and gentlemen. It is time for the world premiere of the climate change pitch meeting. We'll go ahead and play this again. This is an exclusive version of the pitch meeting. I made a mistake when uh, exporting it. I kind of wish I hadn't watched it back because it would have been hilarious to see this uh, live. But you'll see. It's the very, it's at the very, very end of the skit. I accidentally left something in there I shouldn't have left in. I apologize ahead of time. But I hope you enjoy it. It's uh, the pitch meeting skit. When we get back on the other side of this skit, 
I've got this stack of papers here, 60 plus in total, where I will go through all of the actual mainstream media headlines that confirm and reflect everything that is said in the pitch meeting. I didn't make up anything for this pitch meeting. I simply talked about what's actually happening, and we'll go over that on the other side. So here it is, folks, world premiere exclusive broadcast of this version of the climate change pitch meeting. Take it away. Whew, it's kind of feels hot. You feel hot? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, pretty warm. Yeah, I think uh, we're all going to die. I think this is it. The world's being destroyed. Uh, what? Yep, this is it. End of the world. The apocalypse. Armageddon. I'd say we have uh, oof, gee, three weeks left to turn this thing around. The worst part is it's all your fault. I can't believe you've done this. How is this my fault? Well, you produce carbon dioxide, and there's way too much of that stuff. Too much? How much is there? How much is too much? Look, I don't even know. I'm not here to understand vague pseudoscientific talking points. I'm here to enforce insane restrictions on the basis of those talking points. Restrictions? Yeah, you know, like uh, carbon credits and no gas stove and you have to eat bugs and live in a tiny box like a bug and uh, injured bloodline, you know, no children or anything like a, like a bug. Okay, that is insane, yeah. Well, it's a crisis, a climate crisis, so we don't have time to think about this stuff. We're saving the Earth. From what? Well, from people. Yeah, <laughs> like other people, not like you and me, but like, you know, people, humans. So you want to eliminate humans? Well, it's not quite that simple. Yeah, I feel like that should be a hard no. Well, no, see, it's, it's math. We have this equation, and we're trying to get this number down to zero. And one of those variables is people. Yeah, that's right. We're trying to reach zero by multiplying these non-zero numbers by whatever the value of people is. We call it net zero. Okay, because people produce carbon dioxide by existing. Right, so it's all about switching energy production to carbon-neutral sources. All right, and also not breathing or eating. I'm sorry, what? Great news. We're making big progress. The oldest and largest power plant in all of England just went 24 hours totally carbon neutral. They didn't burn a single ounce of coal all day. What did they burn instead? Biomass. What is biomass? Trees. Big, beautiful trees from across the ocean. See, we cut them down in British Columbia, ship them across the Atlantic, and burn them for fuel. (laughs) Wait, so just because you don't burn coal... You're calling that zero emission? Well, the banks do, yeah. The banks? Yeah, the bank. The bankers, the international bankers, they're in charge of all of this because they're so selfless and caring. Okay, and they're making us give up combustion fuel. Well, not totally, just like natural gas and coal and stuff like that. Yeah, but not trees. No, not trees. Trees are fine. All right, that's crazy. Isn't there any other power generator source? Like, what about windmills? Oh, yeah, windmills are great. Yeah, after like 18 years, they're carbon neutral for a couple years. Plus, when they freeze, you can just keep them spinning with the diesel engine. Also, they kill a ton of eagles. Uh, is that a good thing? I guess not, but we're saving the earth here. You can't make omelets without breaking a few eggs, and you can't build windmills without killing a ton of eagles and whales and chopping down two million trees in Scotland. Okay, wait, so you're burning trees for fuel, but you're also cutting down entire forests to make fields to build windmills? That's right, and also we're just chopping down trees and straight up burying them in the ground. It's a, it's a new initiative. I hate trees. Don't trees, like, absorb carbon dioxide? No, that's what my giant vacuum machine is for. It's huge. Okay, this is this is getting weird. Windmills. Windmills work, though. Yeah, windmills work great, unless there's, you know, too much wind. Okay, what about solar panels? Solar panels, also fantastic, unless there's, you know, too much sun. 
All right. What about nuclear energy? No. All right. Well, what about cars? I mean, cars run on gasoline. So what about them? Actually, every car is going to be electric from now on. Can the power grid handle that? Every car being electric? Uh, no. No. So uh, I don't get it. How are people going to drive? <laughs> how are you going to drive when you don't own a car? What do you mean I won't own a car? I mean, how will I get anywhere? Well, it's easy. Everybody will share a small amount of cars. You'll have an app like Uber where you can request a ride and also apply for a transit permit to leave the 15-minute perimeter. What? 15-minute perimeter. Yeah, the one I'm going to put around you, it's called an ultra-low emission zone. It's a core aspect of the sustainability development goals. It's where you can't leave your neighborhood and don't own a car and never fly and can't eat meat. Uh, look, you're never going to get these laws passed. No, they'll pass, just uh, not through law. No, I'm just going to sort of do it. See, I don't have to pass a law to make beef illegal. I'll just buy the cattle farms and shut them down. See, I uh, control the market with my incredible wealth. You control the market? That's right. So are you the one that offshored all of our manufacturing to China? <laughs> yeah, that was me. Hey, China, where there's no environmental controls at all, the number one polluter on Earth? No. No, that can't be right. No, no way. That would be, that would be crazy. Okay, look, I'm an environmentalist, but can't we just do normal things like Animal preservations, nature reserves, uh, recycling. No, no, no. That's not how environmentalism works anymore. From now on, all environmental or ecological concern will be subsumed within the climate change carbon neutral agenda. See, carbon is responsible for everything. Hurricanes, tornadoes, wildfires, pandemics, heart attacks, mass immigration, teenage mental health. I mean, do you have any idea? how traumatizing it is for a child to constantly be told that the earth itself is dying and that it's their fault? Okay, so why do you keep doing it? Because the time is now. Uh, what? Because earth can't wait. Well, what's happening here? Because we will be the generation of change. Are you just saying slogans at me? Climate change is racist. Okay, I don't understand what's happening here. Uh, that's fine, you don't need to understand, you just... Eat your bugs. My engineers are hard at work spraying metal particles into the air to block out the sun. Please, don't do that. Look, this is an emergency. I don't have time to stand here and argue with you about my asinine weather modification programs. The fact is, it's happening. Your pipeline is shut down, your backyard garden is illegal, and your water is filled with microplastics, which I put in there because I'm into that sort of thing. So the fact is, this is happening. You're helping me, or I swear to God, I will throw soup all over the museum. What? I will glue my hand to the ground right here, right now. I'll block the traffic. I mean, a blocked ambulance is a small price to pay to insist that the government do something it's already doing to a suicidal degree. You know what? Fine. It's fine. Great, because uh, I gotta go catch a helicopter to the airport. Me and John Kerry are gonna race our private jets across the ocean for fun. All right, I'll see you later. By the way, no children, no bloodline. Bloodline's over, no children. I should kill that guy. <laughs> All right. I hope you enjoyed it. That was the uh, pitch meeting, the climate change pitch meeting. We're going to I'm going to go and, uh, make it live on Twitter now. Please do share it if you enjoy it. But that must have sounded insane to people that don't understand what's actually happening in the world today. So luckily. I, I went through and, and the crew has printed out for me all of the stories that are the mainstream media reality, the actual taking place. Of all of these events. And by the way, yeah, that was a mistake at the end. I meant to take that last line out. Whoops. Whoopsie daisy. I accidentally left that last line in.
<laughs> that last line is not in the uh, Twitter version, nor do I condone what I said there. I disavow that mistake I made. But it was a mistake, and I thought it was funny, so I left it in. Let's go through some headlines, shall we? From NPR, just we'll start off with just the basic overall fear-mongering. As NPR reports, climate change is everywhere and dangerous, survey shows. You've likely been affected by climate change. Your long-term finances might be, too. So a great majority of Americans have been affected by extreme weather in recent years. And remember, everything is caused by climate change. Just to keep the fear going, we've got FEMA administrators saying climate change impacts are the crisis of our generation. It is an existential threat for which we all have to kill ourselves. And, of course, this, again, is talking about uh, storms that happen. So a storm happens, and in ride the climate change propagandists to tell you it's because you're not eating bugs enough. We have Bill Gates' simple formula to solve climate change. That formula that I showed in the skit was, in fact, the same one that Bill Gates used in his TED Talk about depopulation. In 2016, Bill Gates shared this energy equation to understand how we can solve climate change by eliminating carbon emissions from energy. And they do actually say, and there's more stories out today and yesterday, we have to get carbon down to zero. And the way you get that is by multiplying various numbers, one of which is people. So either people need to stop doing things that cause carbon, like breathing, or you need to get rid of all of the people. More on that later. Media blames climate change for Canadian wildfires despite arrest of multiple arsonists. Health German Health Ministry says climate change is the root of health crises. This is the unholy wedding of health and climate using two fear centers of your brain to fully control you. Climate change should, of course, now be treated as a public health issue. As the Department of Health and Human Services launched an office that will treat climate change as a public health issue designed to address what the White House says are health risks, including those that disproportionately affect poor and minority communities, because not only is climate change bad for your health, it is racist. I'm telling you, I didn't have to make anything up to make a comedy skit. All of this is just what's happening. Climate change, they say, may cause increased rates of heart defects in babies, Yeah, maybe. Why not? Could be the mRNA, but no, it's probably uh, the weather. Climate change will cause waves of migration into Britain, says former head of MI5. Climate change will cause waves of migration into Britain that will make current levels seem like nothing, says the former head of MI5. That's where mass immigration is now being blamed on climate change. What could go wrong from Gateway Pundit? Startup releases particles into the atmosphere to stop climate change. Yes, insane weather modification programs with unproven results making permanent changes to our atmosphere. How weather modification, how weather modifications are fighting climate change. This from Good Morning America. This isn't a conspiracy. This isn't speculation. This is mainstream reporting. They are modifying the weather in dozens of different ways, each more horrifying than the last. Court revokes oil and gas leases, citing climate change. A federal judge on Thursday canceled oil and gas leases in more than 80 million acres in the Gulf of Mexico, ruling that the Biden administration did not sufficiently uh, take climate change into account when it auctioned the leases late last year. Rainwater everywhere on Earth, unsafe to drink due to forever uh, chemicals, study finds. See, I figured I'd throw in an actual ecological concern in with the stack of propaganda when they're telling you that the weather and heart defects and everything is being caused by climate change. 
what they haven't addressed until now is the proliferation of pesticides and plastic poisons that are forever and indelibly altering the hormones of life on Earth, animals and humans and plants included. John Kerry says the biggest thing I'm doing with my lifestyle is to fight climate change is traveling around the world doing diplomacy. See, not only is he allowed to travel in his private jet wherever he wants, whenever he wants, with no restrictions, he has to. It's a requirement. It's an obligation. He doesn't want to have rights and privileges that are precluded from the rest of us, but it's because he's such a good guy that's fighting climate change. So he has to fly around the world in a private jet going to meetings and telling other people to stop eating meat. Bill Gates also says private jet use does not conflict with his climate change philosophy, saying, I buy the gold standard uh, of air capture that far exceeds my family's footprints. So if he just pays some other company he probably owns, uh, he can fly in his jet forever, and there's no uh, hypocrisy there. It's all perfectly normal and fine. Corporates have corporate corporations have begun geoengineering the climate with basically no one's consent. That from the National Pulse. So it's not just the government doing it. It's also things like make sunsets, geoengineers. C40 is a global network of mayors of the world's leading cities that are united in action to confront the climate crisis. See, again, this doesn't have to go through the national government. This doesn't have to be put to a debate. No, you can just have a network of activists infiltrating local governments and putting these policies into action regardless of the will of the people. And part of that includes this, the climate change proposal, which means you'll never see the Mediterranean again, goes along with the story that we had today of CNN calling for COVID, or not COVID, but carbon passports. Kind of similar, kind of similar idea, COVID passports, carbon passports. It's about controlling your ability to go where you want, when you want. A report by Global Think Tank has suggested people should take just one short-haul flight every three years. So every three years, you get to take one short flight. Now I'll start in 2020. How you get home from the flight that you took, who's to say? It's not a round trip. They just want, you can go from Houston to Odessa, Texas. You can go from Dallas to New Orleans. But then you're stuck there forever, I guess. I don't know. They haven't thought this through, I don't think. No, just the next three years. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. You're just stuck there for three years. You're not going to be able to drive back either because of the aforementioned problem with electric vehicles not being able to charge. Guardian promotes global lockdown every two years to combat climate change. So that would be you have to schedule your once every three years trip to avoid the once every two year climate lockdown, which they're just trying to do forever. They're just trying to make you a prisoner forever in your own home. It's obvious and sickening. Pentagon declares climate change a national security issue. Okay, just so we're clear, the Pentagon will now consider climate change while planning war games and will incorporate the issue into the future national defense strategy, according to an announcement in 2021. It's a health issue. It's a security issue. It's a mental health issue. It also starts pandemics. According to The Hill, climate change could spark pandemic. Next pandemic study finds a researcher in Brazil uh Yeah, as the global climate continues to warm, wild animals may be forced to relocate to areas with large human populations, increasing the likelihood of a viral jump that could cause the next pandemic. You know what could also cause the next pandemic? Uh, Gain of function research in insecure labs that's still going on and that caused the first one. But no, you have to have a 15 minute zone around your house to deal with it.
The WEF wants kids to learn in the metaverse to curb climate change. Again, the unholy combination of the World Economic Forum and the World Health Organization using climate and health as a dual pincer move attack against humanity itself. And if you can't kill yourself or injure bloodline, then you can at least put your children into a digital prison where they are utterly disconnected from the physical world and plugged into a virtual one, you know, like the Matrix. California, by the way, will allow human composting after death to combat climate change. Far left state of California further embraced neo-paganism this week when the Democrat governor Gavin Newsom signed into law a bill allowing the practice of composting dead humans to better combat climate change. You could just stop growing almonds in the desert, but no, it's better to grind human bodies into manure. That's their solution. CNN, again, this is from today, calls for limits on how often Americans can travel abroad. Carbon passports may be the answer. Yeah, if the question is, how do we enslave humanity? It is the answer. CBS News claims climate change can worsen air turbulence, which is fine because you won't be allowed to fly. So I guess that's sort of a moot point. WHO calls for global governments, governance to help fight health emergencies and climate change. But remember, they're not doing that. Remember, they're going to gaslight you into thinking that they're not calling for global governance while blatantly and openly calling for global governance, whether it's climate change or health, whatever. They don't care. It's whatever they have to say to get you to go along with it. That's the point. From InfoWars in 2022, murder your dog and cat. MSM officially calls for extermination of pets to save the earth. Bloomberg News elicited massive backlash over the weekend for offering tips to Americans who might struggle with the rising cost of living, which included letting their pets die and eating lentils instead of meat. Well, I'm offended by both of those suggestions. But I guess when they're telling you not to have babies and kill yourself, killing your dog, not that big of a stretch. Bloomberg asks, so again, this is so Bloomberg just just off of telling people to kill their pets and eat lentils instead of beef, are here to, with another friendly suggestion. What if we blotted out the sun? What if we just became, became full-on comic book supervillains? What, what if we did that? Have we tried that yet? Have we tried blotting out the sun yet? No? Maybe it's worth a shot. Meanwhile, the problems with alternative energy is legion. Thousands of old wind turbines pile up in West Texas. General Electric filed a lawsuit this week claiming the Global Fiberglass Solutions has failed to fulfill its promise to recycle thousands of blades. They are all sitting in a field that now has a do-not-enter perimeter because of the toxic metals leaching into the soil under this massive landfill of disposed wind turbines. Which leads many people to ask this question or to point this out. Large-scale wind power has its downsides, according to Harvard. When it comes to energy production, there's no such thing as a free lunch, unfortunately. If there was, it would be bugs and you wouldn't want it anyway. But again, they point out how solar and wind, not exactly the uh, panacea cure-all that it's been portrayed as, has massive issues in terms of pollution and carbon production to create the infrastructure in the first place there's a downside to wind power okay in fact an eminent oxford scientist has said wind power quote fails on every count it could be argued that the basic arithmetic showing wind power is an economic and societal disaster in the making should be clear to any bright primary school child this is according to oxford university mathematician and physicist researcher at cern and fellow of kebel 
uh, college emeritus professor Wade Allison has done the sums. The UK is facing a likelihood of a failure in the electricity supply, he concluded. See, wind power fails on every count, he says. Governments are ignoring the overwhelming evidence of inadequacies of wind power, resorting to bluster rather than reasoned analysis. Well, bluster. Bluster's what happens when wind blows. So that all makes plenty of sense to me. Again, another headline that you would think I'm making up but is in fact real. Dozens of giant turbines at Scott's wind farm powered by diesel generators. Scottish Power admitted 71 of its windmills were hooked up to the fossil fuel supply after a fault developed with their power supply. So, yes, in fact, wind farms, windmills powered by diesel generators, kind of like when you see electric vehicles plugged up to a diesel generator to get power. This doesn't make any sense, folks. Also, not a joke about killing eagles and whales. New Jersey Republicans want wind farm construction halted for 60 days amid surge in whale deaths. Uh, New Jersey Republicans calling for an end to the construction of offshore wind farms uh, because whales keep dying in their vicinity. We just heard from experts yesterday how the surge in whale deaths in recent months along the Jersey Shore coincided with the start of wind farm survey work in our waters. We also heard how the unusual mortality event that has been tracked on the East Coast since 2016 has coincided with the work of wind farms off the coast of Rhode Island. There certainly seems to be enough evidence to warrant a pause in wind farm development to conduct a more thorough investigation. This was Republicans. Seven dead humpback whales have floated onto the beaches of New Jersey since the start of this year, the highest number any state between Florida and Maine. Uh, the agency often declares such incidents as an unexplained mortality event, while also noting the same number of deaths caused by boat strikes. Construction of wind farms increases the number of ships passing through whale habitats. So, hey, we're saving the earth here. we got to kill all of the whales. Now, they actually stopped some of this construction, and since they did that, the whale deaths have mysteriously slowed down. So uh, that's, what we cause a correla- that's what we call a correlation, if not a causation. More on the other side. We're about halfway through this stack of insanity predicated on a lie of climate change. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard how amazing turmeric is for inflammation, for your joints, your bones, your blood, your organs, your mind, everything. Well, we have Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula with 95% curcuminoid extract. No one that we know of has it even above 85%. This is the strongest formula on the market, and it's way lower price than some of the top brands out there that are 75%, 80% curcuminoid. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula is amazing. You're missing out if you don't try it. It's discounted right now, 40% off InfoWarsTore.com, and it funds the InfoWar, a total 360 win. You owe it to yourself to try Bodies. I know you'll be amazing. Get yours right now at InfoWarsStore.com or call toll-free 888-253-3139. Bodies, 95% humanoid extract will absolutely blow you away. All you got to do is try it. Get yours now. InfoWarsStore.com. Naturally sourced from the finest hemp plants in America. Rebel Zen offers the absolute finest quality CBD available and at the lowest prices. Extracted using a cold-pressed technique to retain the molecular integrity of the cannabinoids and terpenes within the plant, this full-spectrum formula ensures that your nervous system gets the full benefits of CBD. Premium quality organic CBD like Rebel Zen has been shown to naturally reduce anxiety, relieve pain, 
and decrease inflammation. People have reported a reduction in symptoms of insomnia, arthritis, seizures, chronic pain, and epilepsy. Several studies have shown it helps to reduce cortisol, increase serotonin, and boost vitality. Order yours today at InfoWarsStore.com. Winter isn't coming. Winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption for healthy bones and teeth, and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. In addition to the vitamin D, Winter Sun Plus includes vitamin K and E to enhance the formula and provide you with even more whole body support. And all these vitamins are presented in a way that is both delicious and easy to absorb. When the winters come, they come cold. So weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus at InfoWarsStore.com. One of the most frustrating things about being awake to the globalist agenda is seeing the general public still asleep. By and large, not aware of the magnitude of the incredible danger they're under, but also the ongoing attacks and the magnitude of the death caused by the lethal injections, masquerading as vaccines. It is so frustrating to see people going about their daily lives oblivious. And you realize ignorance is not bliss, it equals death. But people are starting to really understand how serious things are. And that's that's a hard thing to do because to wake up to a dystopic reality and realize that we're in the middle of a giant biological weapons war against humanity and that there's mass sterilization that's already taken place and they're cutting off all the major energy sources is really hard to deal with, but it's the reality. Facing it is our only chance to turn this around because stuff's about to get really, really nasty. Infowars.com. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. The Climate Change Pitch Meeting is now live on Twitter. Please do share that around, if you will. Not just because this has been in work for like two years. For like two years, we've just been like compiling all these stories that we're going through now, all the most absurd claims about climate change. And then over about a 24-hour period last week, just sitting down and trying to, like a puzzle, put them all in order so it actually, you know, makes sense as a conversation. It's not only is this, uh, you know, a lot of work and, and I'd like to see as many people as possible to uh, have as many people as possible to see it, but also because humor really does have a way of convincing people more than an argument ever could. And I just have a very fond memories of releasing things like the vaccine pitch meeting to people who had taken the vaccine, to people who had been victims of the coercion that I was parodying there, and yet they're laughing along, and at the end they sort of go, oh, man, that hit home, actually. That was kind of brutal. <laughs> you know, Like they're laughing, and they think it's funny, 
But at the same time, in the back of their mind, they're going, oh, my God, this is exactly what happened to me. This is outrageous what's going on. So I really think this is this is a, a powerful method in getting across the understanding that what we're being told isn't true. The the solutions they're presenting to problems that don't exist are actually thinly veiled control methods to enslave humanity. That's a hard pill to swallow, but humor is the little bit of sugar that helps the medicine go down. So please do share that link around. And uh, also please, of course, support InfoWarsStore.com. This pitch meeting brought to you by Bod Ease. Bod Ease is now back in stock and 40% off our incredible, powerful, our incredibly powerful turmeric supplement, joint support, mobility support, flexibility support, inflammation support. It's incredible what this natural extract can do for you. We don't have, we don't have to have a, a team of scientists, you know, manipulating DNA to try to come up with some natural abomination, unnatural abomination. No, we just take things that God gave us, like turmeric, extract the curcuminoids, curcuminoids at 95%, pair it with things like uh, Botswellia serrata extract, spearmint, sage, lemon balm, and thyme leaf, as well as piperine from black pepper. Combined with these things, it maximizes the effect of the turmeric, has incredible effects for your whole body is a product that I myself enjoy, especially if I've been, I don't work out, but, you know, doing strenuous yard work for a long time and my whole body is feeling kind of achy, I go for bodies over anything else, and you should too. And, of course, it keeps us on the air and creating the content that can save us from the real threat humanity faces, which is not cow farts. Spoiler alert here, the big thing threatening the world right now uh, is not the proliferation of farms okay it's not human beings breathing which we'll get to that headline in just a second it is in fact a concerted and diabolical effort to create a one world government in which freedom itself is anathema and abolished in favor of total abject subjugation under a technocratic neo-fascist feudal order of corporations so uh that's the real threat and the solution is InfoWars. Support us at InfoWarsStore.com. So let's continue with the abject insanity of the climate change agenda, shall we? China kicks off World Economic Forum's Summer Davos because, remember, the same people that are telling you that you can't have children and have to basically kill yourself and end your bloodline for the sake of the planet are also deeply in bed with China, which I remind you <clears> – <throat> Built more coal plants than the rest of the world last year, six times more. China's building six times more new coal power plants than other countries, report finds. So they're literally building hundreds of these. I think last year it was two coal power – yeah, right here in the story. Two coal power plants per week they're building. So while they're shutting down pipelines here, shutting down oil fields here, shutting down coal power plants here and in Europe, they are partnered with – and deeply in bed with China that is building them at a rate that is hard to even imagine, two per week for an entire year on average. So, again, hopefully it's bashing you over the head, the hypocrisy that is innate in all of this, which isn't just hypocrisy. These aren't hypocrites. They're liars. They're deceivers. They don't believe what they claim to believe. It's not hypocrisy because hypocrisy can, in a way, be a positive thing. 
if I tell you not to smoke, but I'm a smoker, I'm being a hypocrite, but I'm still telling you something good that you should listen to, even if I myself don't follow it. These people are just liars. They're just lying to enslave you. Five ways a bioethicist wants to change our bodies to fight climate change. This from Marketplace talking about Dr. S. Matthew Liao, a bioethicist at New York University who thinks that we should make humans allergic to meat because that's the best way to stop us from eating meat, to actually turn our body into a, a vessel for their own designs. And he's the one that and we've seen the video quite a bit. Very coincidentally coincides with the proliferation of ticks that do make you allergic to meat. And he's out there saying, you know, that could actually be a good thing. Maybe we should do that. Maybe we should make everyone allergic to meat to stop them from eating meat. I'm an insane tyrant. <laughs> these people, you guys, these people, my God. Okay, so uh, what, what, have we, what, what do we got so far? It's uh it's a crisis of our generation. It's dangerous and everywhere. It's a health emergency. It can bring pandemics back. It's being inflicted on your city, not just your nation, as mayors sign on to this. People are bioengineering, or uh, rather geoengineering the climate by spraying metal particles into the sun, uh, what we used to call chemtrails, but we now call uh, strategic aerosol injections. We've got Bill Gates and John Kerry taking on the burden taking on the absolute burden and obligation of flying around the world in their private jets and living on yachts in order to tell us how we can't own cars anymore. And, of course, climate change is responsible for hurricanes and wildfires that were actually started by arsonists and a number of other things, including tornadoes. FEMA administrator blames climate change for deadly tornado outbreak. Chriswell called such a severe and sustained outbreak of deadly storms this year, this late in the year, unprecedented. This will be the new normal from now on, he says, as climate change causes deadly tornadoes. Because why not? Why, why wouldn't it? I mean, sure, I guess. Tornado, weather, climate, weather, climate change, CO2, greenhouse gases, it all makes sense. Kill yourself. You have to kill yourself to save the earth. Tornadoes are bad because you're alive. Okay? Glad we cleared that up. Bill Gates, meanwhile, is the pr biggest private owner of farmland in the United States because why should he have to pass a bill to make beef illegal when they can literally just shut down farms by buying them? Kind of like if you have a, a tech company and a competitor comes out with a new product that threatens your market share. And so you buy it and then shut it down. You put it into R&D forever and never actually release it to the market, not because it's a less good product, but because it's a competitor to yours. That's They're taking these corporate dog-eat-dog kind of zero-sum game tactics to the world of land and food and basic wealth. Bill Gates has never been a farmer, so why did the Land Report dub him Farmer Bill this year? The third richest man on the planet doesn't have a green thumb, nor does he put in the backbreaking labor humble people do to grow our food and get far less praise for it. That kind of work isn't what made him rich. Gates' achievement, according to the report, is that he's the largest private owner of farmland in the United States. A 2018 purchase of 14,500 acres of prime eastern Washington farmland for 171 million helped him get that title. He is, of course, the largest landowner, uh, farm landowner in America, and he also wants to depopulate the planet in part by stopping you from eating beef, beef, or anything really. 
We'll get to that on the other side as we continue this, but in the topic of meat, NYC's vegan mayor Eric Adams to limit amount of meat people can eat to combat climate change. Well, you can't eat a burger because we have climate change to solve. Ignore the, you know, proliferation of world trade and massive boats plying across the ocean multiple times. It's your fault for eating. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalist at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered. But the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had this success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. In 60 seconds, I don't have time to tell you about all the incredible ingredients in TurboForce. But if you simply go to InfoWarsStore.com and look at the list of ingredients and look them up, every one of them is known to give you boosted, clean, focused energy without the letdown. We're talking up to 10 hours of clean energy per serving with TurboForce, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. And it's discounted right now. And it doesn't just boost your body's clarity and focus and stamina. It also funds the InfoWar. So it's a 360 win. If you've never tried TurboForce, now is the time. It's got five-star reviews. TurboForce at InfoWarsStore.com will take your energy and your clarity to the next level without the letdown, and it funds the InfoWar, a true 360 win. So, go get TurboForce today at InfoWarsStore.com, and I know you will not be disappointed because thousands of others have gotten it, and it has five-star reviews. Get TurboForce now. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist. And people can't identify who's a patron and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com and get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. I'm not perfect. I'm under a lot of stress. But if I didn't have the supplements we have we promote, I wouldn't be able to continue to be on air. And when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them. Because we're fearless and we don't back down. We got God on our side. But God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsStore.com. And that is a 360 win. Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller. 
because people loved it so much. They had such great effects. Got all these natural compounds to clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillators, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great, but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer nitric boost because it costs us so much to make. And now we can offer it for 40% off. Infowarstore.com, Nitric Boost, finally back in stock. 40% off out of the gates. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. Finishing up with our climate change compilation here we haven't even scratched the surface folks it gets so absurd gaslight doesn't even begin to do it justice how's this for a headline forests you know the place with all the trees have become net carbon emitters researchers say blaming human activity and climate change isn't that the worst when climate change causes carbon production carbon emission which causes climate change. It's a feedback loop. We have to destroy all of the forests now, I think. Again, you can't make this up. How does nobody, how does anybody read this headline and not laugh out loud? Forests have become carbon emitters. Okay. They mean it's carbon dioxide. When they say carbon, they mean carbon dioxide because it's a greenhouse gas, which I even had a joke in there in an early draft. Because, you know, the one guy's like, oh, you mean like greenhouse gases? And the other guy's like, what is this, the 90s? Because they don't say greenhouse gases anymore. They don't talk about the greenhouse effect anymore. They turned it to climate change. And I actually overheard a conversation one time where somebody going, um, they call it climate change now because Trump supporters are too stupid to understand how global warming can make the, co- the earth cooler, how it can make it colder. They don't understand, so they have to call it climate change. So it's like, okay, so it's it's global warming. And they're like, yeah, because... You know, the Earth's getting warmer. Okay, but isn't it getting colder in places too? Yeah, that's why we call it climate change because of the fluctuations. It's like, oh, you just came up with a term where you're always right, regardless of what happens. I get it. That makes sense because you're a despicable liar and a tyrant using deception to enslave the world. I get it. No, I understand. I think I get it actually, but – that's the thing, right? They call it climate change now because it's not just getting progressively warmer. There are some places that are getting colder. Other places are getting warmer. There's lots of interesting effects happening as the world is bombarded with solar radiation and its orbit is slightly altering away from the sun. NASA reported that was actually the cause of uh, climate change. And then you've got volcanoes going off, putting out more carbon into the air than centuries worth of human production. I mean, it's all utter baseless nonsense. But strangely, while having abandoned global warming as a phrase, while having abandoned the topic of greenhouse gases, they don't really discuss that too much. You hardly ever hear greenhouse gases discussed, especially not their effects explained in any way at all. And yet that's what all of this is predicated on. It's all predicated on greenhouse gases because CO2 is a greenhouse gas. But they don't talk about that anymore because people realize that the Earth's not just getting progressively warmer in a, in a straight line as a you know direct correlation to the amount of carbon. So they've abandoned their original lie but still continue to build their new lies on top of that original lie while just not talking about that. So we're clear. 
Now, we've already read how you should only be able to take one short-haul flight every three years, you peasant. You should be bound to the earth forever. The fact that you're even daring to suggest you be able to fly is an insult to John Kerry and his private jet. But that might be too much. Uh, flying once every three years, a short-haul flight with no return trip, thats you're, you're asking too much. That's a privilege, actually, as transportation uh, transport extra reports every airport and port must close for climate according to academics they say only three uk airports should really stay open beyond 2030 and that's only for a little while so every airport and every port at sea should be shut down for climate because why not when it comes to nuclear power not only are they not pursuing it to any substantial degree they are shutting them down germany shuts down last newer nuclear power plants some scientists aghast well get with the program it's called climate change we have to shut down climate neutral energy production because we're hypocritical morons and yes folks i believe it or not i did not make up wind uh, mills being having too much wind and solar panels having too much sun from yahoo news there's such a thing as too much sun for solar panels and europe's solar industry is starting to buckle okay so too much sun for solar panels and then we have this from weareiowa.com how windy is too windy for turbines yeah, sometimes it can be too windy for the turbines so they just shut down when there's too much wind okay so the big problem with windmills is that at times there's not enough wind, but sometimes there's too much wind. And the eagles die regardless. And again, no, I didn't make up the idea that in, that we cut down all of the trees in order to replace them with giant carbon-sucking vacuum machines. That is exactly what's happening. U.S. bets big on carbon-sucking machines. The world is failing to cut carbon emissions fast enough to avoid disastrous climate change, a dawning truth that's giving life to a technology that for years has been marginal, pulling carbon dioxide from the air. $3.5 billion in grants has been given out by the U.S. government to build factories that will capture and permanently store the gas. So there are literally gigantic vacuum machines that are sucking up the air and then storing the air in a box. You know, for climate change. And by the way, that's what Bill Gates is talking about when he's like, I have enough uh, carbon offsets to apply for my travel. He's talking about spending money on giant machines that suck carbon out of the air. As if you could differentiate carbon from any other molecule in the air. Again, absurd. It doesn't even begin to touch this. Now, I had a lot of jokes in that skit about trees, but I got some of them wrong and some of them I didn't even include. So obviously they are cutting down trees to burn them. We'll get to that. They are uh, cutting down trees to bury them. We'll get to that too. They're also cutting down trees to make ways for bus routes to tackle climate change. That headline from The Guardian, hundreds of trees to be felled for Cambridge bus route to tackle climate change. It goes on and on. Hundreds of trees in an orchard designated as a habitat of principal importance in England should be felled to build a new bus way to tackle climate change. Councillors in Cambridgeshire voted on Tuesday. This was back in March of last year. And in the skit, I made a mistake. I undercounted the amount of trees cut down in Scotland to build windmill farms by 800%, eight times as many trees as I thought. So in the skit, I say 2 million trees. 
It was actually 16. My mistake. It was actually 16 million trees. See, 2 million to me is already a mind-boggling number. I can't even imagine how many acres of land. 2 million trees being cut down. Is that even fathomable? Well, it better be because 16 million is actually the number. Scottish government admits to felling 16 million trees to develop wind farms. Almost 16 million trees have been chopped down on publicly owned land in Scotland to make way for wind farms, S&P minister has admitted, amid a major drive to erect more turbines. Four whales die in four days, wind farms creating death zone at sea, says ex-Greenpeace boss. But again, the, the articles, bizarrely enough, are like, why are Republicans lying about whale deaths? Well, you're killing whales and we don't like that. Sorry, we're Republican. From LA Times, yes, wind turbines kill birds, but fracking is worse. So again, it's not like, no, that's crazy. Windmills don't kill eagles. It's like, yeah, windmills kill eagles. So what? That's the uh, answer there. Wind energy company kills 150 eagles in U.S., pleads guilty. This was in 2022. The energy company itself was sentenced to probation in order to pay more than $8 million in fines and restitution after 150 eagles were killed over the past decade at wind farms in eight states, prosecutors said Wednesday. Here again is just one of these headlines that should make your head spin. Burning imported wood in Drax power plant doesn't make sense. (laughs) What? It doesn't? We're climate neutral. I mean, again, I didn't have to write anything. This is just... This is what's actually happening. Drax is the biggest power plant in England. They went three days without burning coal and were celebrating it. And this is just what actually I go, what are they burning instead? And you look into it, biomass. Well, I better look up what biomass is. Oh, it's trees. Oh, it's giant old growth trees from Virginia and British Columbia that are cut down, processed into pellets, transported to the ocean, transported across the ocean, transported to the power plant, burned for fuel, And then they say it's carbon neutral. Why? Because the banks have decided that coal is bad, and so you can't use coal. They don't have a rule about trees, so trees are considered carbon neutral. It's retarded. (laughs) But there you go. I mean, okay. I mean, what else is there to say? It's on its face retarded. And the crazy thing is that, like, when this idea was first suggested, nobody said anything. When it was first implemented... Nah, nobody said anything. It went on for years. That first article saying Drax went three days without burning any coal. We only burn trees was from 2018. The pushback against it was from 2022. So for four years, everybody was fine with burning trees instead of coal and calling it carbon neutral. It wasn't for four years later where they went, I don't know if this makes sense. I don't know if this is reasonable, actually. I think we might be making everything worse. Have we considered that possibility? Is that a thing? Could this all be asinine and absurd? Are we falling for a trick here? Four years. Took four years to ask that question. We got more. We'll we'll spend the next five minutes on it, and we'll finish up and go to other news. But stay tuned. We have not had this many of our best-selling products back in stock in years. Because of supply chain breakdowns and all the rest of the stuff that's going on. And these are game-changing products. It's like our information's game-changing. These products are incredible. And I'm personally glad that these are now back in stock. All three of the InfoWars Platinum flagship products that have been sold out for months are now back in stock, but a very limited run because we only had a budget to get three or 4,000 bottles of each one of these. I think we've got 
4,000 bottles of the HGH Max Boost that people love so much. We've got about 4,000 bottles of 1776 testosterone boost that just came in. And we've got about 3,000 bottles of Pain MD, incredible natural pain reliever situation. All three of these are back in stock, and they're incredible, and they fund our operation at InfoWarsStore.com. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products like Next Level Foundational Energy. I don't have time to tell you about it. Just go research it. It is incredible. Just get it, and you will be amazed. And then at least you know you're funding the operation. Get a copy of my book. That keeps me on air. Signed or unsigned, fundraisers to sign copy, The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next renaissance, InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. In a galaxy of endless energy needs, the power of TurboForce rises above the rest. The force that propels you to tackle your day and face the dark side of fatigue. TurboForce ensures you stay sharp, alert, and at the top of your game. Don't let fatigue pull you into the dark side. Be the hero of your own saga. Harness the power, feel the rush, and take control with TurboForce. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today, and may the TurboForce be with you. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. Taking a record of the hearts and minds of the American people, it's the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, folks, welcome to uh, the world of, of parody. I mean, the world is parody. Welcome to the absurdity report once again drax the largest power plant coal burning power plant in the uk has taken in 5.6 billion dollars in subsidies from energy bill taxpayers but business secretary says the practice is not sustainable because they're burning wood uh, yeah that's the truth about 80 percent of the wood pellets burned in drax come from north america they're getting them from louisiana and virginia and british columbia and it's it's a big issue. Again, Drax Power Station owner cuts down primary forests in Canada. This is from the BBC. Once again, they did this for four years before anybody thought to actually think about it for a single second. Drax, Britain's biggest power station, generates electricity by burning millions of tons of imported wood pellets. A company that's received billions of pounds in green forest, uh, green energy subsidies from UK taxpayers is cutting down environmentally important forests, a BBC Panorama investigation has found. Okay, moving on. Again, uh, not, I'm not joking when, you know, it, put it in comedy form, but also you have to stop eating and breathing. Uh, but that's actually what they want. Uh, Guardian columnist George Monbiot says farming should be abolished to stop climate change. He made the claims in his new book, Regenesis. He describes livestock farming as phenomenally profligate way to make food. He suggested the, war, the world could turn to bacteria-based food for protein instead. So they want to get rid of the farms with the nice animals and the old McDonald and the, the crops growing and, and being harvested yearly in a tradition that dates back to the dawn of human civilization. No, they would rather shove pigs into factory farms where they can be raised like, I don't know, watermelons or something uh, filled with bacterial injections and uh, human growth hormones in order to keep them healthy and fat. Uh, healthy, of course, being a conditional or comparative term. 
but disease-free might be a better term, uh, or just like you know, growing bacteria in petri dishes and eating that for a lovely snack. So again, humans may be fueling global warming by breathing, according to a new study. This is from December of last year. New York Post, humans may be fueling global warming by breathing, new study suggests. So you can cut that out whenever you want. Stop breathing, you guys. It's hurting the earth. The Malthusians are back. This article from The Atlantic. Climate activists worry that the world has too many people. Yeah, got to get rid of people. Not a joke. Again, we have Bill Gates's formula. Uh, when he goes, when it, again, the alternative energy stuff, not as foolproof as you might think. California landfills are filling up with toxic solar panels as 1.3 million, uh, po- you know, basically poisonous panels are leaching their toxins into the earth in landfills. New York Times wrote this in November. Earth now has 8 billion humans. This man wishes there were none. Now, weirdly, this article is not portraying this man as an insane supervillain who should be removed from the population. Uh, they're actually celebrating this man as a hero for for daring to suggest this radical solution to climate change, killing every human. Media blames climate change for a Canadian fire despite arrests of multiple arsonists. And just to reach to the, the true heights of absurdity, CBS News says climate change helped strengthen the Taliban. That's right. Climate change is now racist and a terrorist. You're not a terrorist, are you? Eat the bugs. Now, all of this is, of course, predicated on blatant lies, as is now becoming clear. As August of last year, this story came out. Scientists admit the overwhelming consensus on climate change is, in fact, completely manufactured and not real. And just this week... Popular Mechanics came out with this headline, Oops, scientists may have miscalculated our global warming timeline. That's what you like hearing when you're talking about a global, systematic, corporate, industrialized program to eliminate humanity, close down your farms, chop down your trees, and kill everyone. Is after all is said and done and all of the programs in place, the scientists go, oh, oopsies, we were wrong about everything. Remember COVID? Remember how that happened with COVID? We did it again. Whoopsies. Sorry for destroying your lives and killing so many people. Our bad. Oops. Oopsie daisy. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard how amazing turmeric is for inflammation, for your joints, your bones, your blood, your organs, your mind, everything. Well, we have Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula with 95% curcuminoid extract. No one that we know of has it even above 85%. This is the strongest formula on the market, and it's way lower price than some of the top brands out there that are 75%, 80% curcuminoid. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula is amazing. You're missing out if you don't try it. It's discounted right now, 40% off InfoWarsTore.com, and it funds the InfoWar, a total 360 win. You owe it to yourself to try Bodies. I know you'll be amazing. Get yours right now at InfoWarsStore.com or call toll-free 888-253-3139. Bodies, 95% humanoid extract will absolutely blow you away. All you got to do is try it. Get yours now. InfoWarsStore.com. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, folks, we're going to open up the phone lines here in this final hour of the American Journal for this Tuesday broadcast. Go ahead and give us a call. 
If you'd like, 1-877-789-2539, 1-877-789-2539. We'll compile calls over the next few minutes, and then we'll uh, go to them for the rest of the hour. So if you want to call in, you probably won't have to stay on hold for too long, and we'll get to as many people as humanly possible. Just before, just to put a little cap on what we've talked about for the first two hours of this show, the twin threat of the climate change agenda and the global health pandemic under the WHO, the way that these two twin weapon systems are being deployed in an effort to play on people's both empathy and sympathy and humanity, but also their fear of death and their fear of uh, things they can't see or control, like carbon or diseases. So we'll, we'll go to one more clip here. This is, in fact, th- I believe it is the daughter of Klaus Schwab telling us that the the method was established during COVID. They had a successful test run of the lockdown system. They know now by manipulating inputs how far they can push people, how people respond to certain measures. They've done the testing. They've run the AI simulations, and now they're preparing to roll out climate lockdowns, knowing that the vast majority of people are too sheep-like and cowed to present any formidable resistance to their program. Here's Klaus Schwab's daughter telling you in no uncertain terms what comes next. This crisis has shown us that, first of all, things can shift very rapidly when we put our minds to it and when we feel the immediate emergency to our livelihoods. And second, that um, clearly the system, I mean, you mentioned it earlier, that we had before is not sustainable. So I see it as a tremendous opportunity to really to have this great reset and to use this huge flows you know, of money to use the increased levers that policymakers have today in a way that was not possible before to create a change that is not incremental but that we can look back and we can say this is the moment where we really started to position you know nature at the core of the economy nature at the core of the economy and we've we've talked on this show about actually we've, we've helped contribute to the resistance against this type of program where they have tried to make a new version of the stock market that takes into account all things, all living things, all non-living things, actually putting a price on life itself, existence and reality with a price tag. They tried to slip that through, but we helped to uh, defeat that. That just means they're going to reformulate and try again because unless these people are stopped, they will never stop. But it's about consolidating the entire world and every system of society into a single computer chip-like control grid where individual will is no longer an issue for the people that want to dominate you. Your will, your choices will be dictated from on high, and that's the threat facing the entire world right now, but primarily leveled at Western countries because, you know, China's already in the system. That's the thing about understanding China. They don't have to 
have drag queen story hour. They don't have to have, you know, homosexuality as a state religion. They don't have to have climate change restrictions imposed on them because they're already under control. That's the only thing that matters to these people. They'll talk about climate. They'll talk about health. They don't care. They do not care. Just look at China. Look at how their system is established, robust, and ubiquitous. This control system with facial recognition and CBDC social credit score. They have it already. They're in the system. So they're not subject to all of these other demands. In fact, they're celebrated by the same people that are imposing these demands on us. So wish people would think about that more. Speaking of things I wish people would think more deeply about, I want to go to a clip here. Clip 11. This is Kevin O'Leary, an investor famous for appearing on uh, Shark Tank, talking about the decision made by the New York judge to keep to fine Donald Trump 350 or up to 460 million dollars and prevent him from operating a business in New York for the next three years. Again, the insulting part about this is that there are so many CEOs of so many companies that have done so much real damage to the world. Donald Trump didn't do damage to anybody. The thing he's accused of, as we went over yesterday, wasn't a crime. Nobody was victimized. The people that he took the loan out from actually testified in his favor, and yet they still arbitrarily decided to punish him and keep him uh, away from business in New York. Think about the number of people in positions of power, CEOs and others who have crashed the economy, who have poisoned millions with opioids, killed hundreds of thousands with the opioid program. The companies get fined a, mo- a moderate amount, not enough to shut them down, but, you know, enough to make headlines. But the people who do it get off scot-free, never spend a day in court, take billion-dollar bonuses from taxpayer money and ride off into the sunset. So where's their trial? Why aren't they barred from doing business for three years? Why aren't they humiliated and fined hundreds of millions of dollars? And how can people see this take place and say nobody's above the law in America? It seems like Donald Trump's the only one who's under the law. seems like all of these other corporate CEOs who have mismanaged finances or deliberately pushed addictive drugs on hundreds of thousands of people, seems like they should be treated like this seems like they should be if not thrown in prison at least find hundreds of millions of dollars and barred from operating businesses anymore but that doesn't happen so that's like the most infuriating thing to me not necessarily that's happening to trump but that they do it to trump when they don't do it to anybody else i mean they have the power to do this they have the power to bring these people to heal to punish people who have caused massive damage to millions of people but they don't they choose not to even though they can as is evidenced by the trial against trump It's infuriating. But the real thing to understand here is why it's being done, not what's being done or how it's being done, but why it's being done. And I think that part of the equation has been totally missed by people who think this has anything to do with investments or business. And we've seen people going, oh, I'm not going to be in New York anymore. And Kathy Hochul going, no, you don't have to worry about it. We're not going to go after you. Come on, look at all the criminals we let – I mean, we give them billions of dollars from the government. We we don't punish CEOs for doing things wrong. We punish Trump for standing up to us through the business system. She actually goes out and, sa- and says that. But still, people in New York are going, oh, gee, what if I get 
busted for fraud. You know, maybe they'll treat me like they treated Trump. Again, I don't even think people are thinking that, but it is causing them worry, I guess. Kevin O'Leary went on Fox Business uh, to talk about this, and uh, I'll probably interrupt because I, I have an answer to his first question uh, that he asks. I, I have an explanation for him that maybe goes a little deeper than, oh, my gosh, that's so much money. Well, let's watch Kevin O'Leary, shall we? We've got Kevin O'Leary back with us, O'Leary Ventures chairman, Shark Tank investor. You know, Kevin, you had mentioned, and it was a very profound kind of comment, that, you know, some of these other businesses do have right to be concerned, whether they like Donald Trump or not. Maybe you can elaborate on that. Well, this this award, um, I mean, just leaving the whole Trump thing out of it and, and seeing what occurred here, and, and I'm, I'm no different than any other investor. I'm shocked at this. I, I can't even understand or fathom uh, the the decision at all. It, it, there's no rationale for it. And so, right, so let's, let's let pause right there. I can't understand the decision at all. There's no rationale for it. I think the problem that you have, Mr. O'Leary, and I think I can explain this, uh, is – what you said just before that, leaving Trump out of this. If you leave Trump out of this, there is no explanation for this. If you leave out the political context of this decision, it doesn't make any sense. When you actually understand what's going on here, well, it's a it's a very much bigger deal than, oh, my gosh, my business might be charged millions of dollars. And I actually uh, wrote out of a, a bit of response to this that I'd like to go to now. So he says, I can't understand this decision at all. There's no rational reason for it well i think i can explain mr o'leary see the entire justice system has in fact been weaponized by a regime against their opposition and is being rigged at every level by an all-powerful all-powerful federal superstate who will destroy every limitation corrupt every proceeding violate every basic function of morality uh, decency or common sense to ensure the continued domination of a permanent bureaucratic spy state that lives on war the fine was big i know it's uh, very disturbing but see this is the ultimate battle of our time actually deciding whether we live in a functional republic based on law and order protecting individuals' rights under an elected representative, or whether we live in a thinly veiled corporate dictatorship crushing all dissent to the cackling satisfaction of brainwashed subjects who long, ab- long ago abandoned the concept of virtue. Okay, so maybe that explains the rationale behind this. If you take Trump out of the equation, no, this doesn't make any sense. If you understand why they're targeting Trump and how this is just one aspect of the ultimate battle for our future – as America determines whether or not we still are America or whether we are just an economic zone controlled by psychopaths, that's really, you know, what's at stake here. Again, I don't even know who Kevin Leary is, Kevin O'Leary. I don't really care about him. It just kind of annoys me when people see, like they're saying they're watching this, this broadcast. It's like this enemy to the regime uh, is being dragged into court, charged with nine different crimes each one more baseless than the last, and now he's been barred from doing business and fined hundreds of millions of dollars in an attempt to destroy him politically and literally. And also it applies to his family because we're punitive and, like I said before, complete psychopaths. And they sit there going, oh, that might be bad for my business. What if my business gets hit with a charge? I might not make as much money. It's like, are you missing the bigger picture here? Maybe you should have a concern greater than the money being charged. And your company making profits. Maybe this is about the continued existence of a liberal society and human freedom itself. 
and the ability for the people to have a say in the function of their government. Maybe this is an existential threat to our nation, and that should be the primary concern. But hey, who am I to say? I'm not on Fox Business. So let's go back to Fox Business and hear what else this man has to say about this absurd and dangerous decision. Real-time uh, experience I'm having regarding this, and I'm not the only one. It doesn't matter what the governor says. New York was already a loser state, like California is a loser state. There are many loser states because of policy, high taxes, uncompetitive regulation. It was already on the top of the list of being a loser state. I would never invest in New York now, and I'm not the only person saying that. And here's a real-time situation in developing real estate right now. Who cares? The hottest asset class is very high-end data centers. They cost really high-end data centers, right? To three and a half billion each. They're very very expensive. They require low power. You need permits. But Our most of being destroyed, Kevin. in the world need more data centers, and that's why developers like me are doing this. Our elected representatives now, are being targeted by unfair so judicial system to destroy our right to have a say in our government, Kevin. That, to put in one of these facilities, create 400 jobs, five more jobs for each of one of those. Wow, no way. Services. Incredible. I can't go to New York. So I'm going to Oklahoma, North Dakota, West Virginia. Governor Stitt, Kevin Stitt, my staff have met with him. Governor Bergen, the same thing. Governor Justice. Those are winner states. They don't do things like this. I have to syndicate that debt and all that equity. We're talking billions of dollars here. Do you think any foreign institution or any private equity firm or any pension fund would touch New York? No. And that's why New Yorkers should be concerned. The fine people do, of New York do you see should what I mean? So, okay, he can why? shut up now. Do you see what I mean on like how we're in this situation? That like we're dealing with like foundational principles of human existence and the people with the power and the money and the influence to actually correct course and rescue the world itself from a dystopian technocratic dictatorship don't even care. They don't care or don't know what's happening or like as long as they can make money. That's the only thing that matters to them. Do you understand why this is so infuriating? These people, again, they see this trial. And when they, when again, let's just, seeing this video yesterday, I was just like sort of infuriated at this, how they're, they're so off the mark. They're so missing the big picture. They're so not seeing the forest for the chopped up and destroyed trees that they're burning instead of coal. Instead of seeing this for what it is, as a manifestation of a looming anarcho-tyranny that threatens to swallow us all, their first thought is, gee, that's a lot of money. Oh, that's a lot of money. I, that's money, and I like money. So rather than understanding that this, is an unf- that this unfair and inexplicable, inexplicable decision is actually just the inevitable consequence of a system divorced from a Christian standard of ethical governance, it's not a threat to your investments, you detestable money grubber. It's a threat to the continuing existence of our constitutional rights and therefore the life and well-being of every generation after you. See, not only will your children and your children's children be at risk of ruination or worse for daring to speak out against the world that's being created, but the absence of virtue itself will certainly lead to the material mismanagement and dispossession of our people. You understand what I'm saying? That 
if you don't like this decision, if you think it was bizarre or weird or inexplicable, that there was no rationale for this strange decision, you understand that's an aspect of the lack of, of foundational principles, the lack of virtue, the lack of care or understanding of the consequences into the future of what's being done right now. And as we move into a world like communism, that is communistic, where upholding the existence of the system itself is the only and the paramount priority of the system, it means that everything's going to collapse. You're not going to be able to make any money because there's going to be no money to be made because every decision is going to be tainted with personal bias, where every lawsuit or or judicial activity will be corrupted by allowing these people to get away with this. So move your businesses to Oklahoma. Okay, who cares? Who cares? These people are billionaires, multimillionaires. They are doing nothing to rescue this country. This is like the, he's like the only one that's even come out, you know, to protest this because most of the rest of them know, hey, as long as I play along, as long as I don't do what Trump did and get in these people's way, they'll leave me alone and I can keep making money. How do you not understand the wider consequences of what's happening here? And, and what, what can we do to get through to you? Because we need you, actually. We're doing everything we can. I'm nobody. I have nothing, okay? I, I, don't, I don't have anything. I'm, I'm not rich. I'm not powerful. I have no influence. I have no ability to make change other than just talking about it and hoping that the ideas spread enough to you know, cause civic engagement and, and public participation using the, the force of the number of humans on our side to overwhelm the power and the very few at the top here. But you actually do have this power. You actually do have the capability to make massive change. If you're a billionaire or a millionaire, if you run companies and industries, you could actually make a change, but you don't care because you don't seem to notice what's going on unless it affects your bottom line personally. And that's the real issue here. So we could solve this problem if people actually cared, if they actually noticed and cared and were brave enough to stand up against what's going on. But instead... You're just moving out of New York and going to Oklahoma because that's not a loser state. It's a winner state. Great. Wonderful. We're all losers here, Kevin. Our country is losing, Kevin. And we'll be lost forever if we don't stop it. So I'm sorry that you're scared of losing money, but I'm scared of losing the concept of human rights. And I think that might take precedent in all of this. But, hey, that's just me. Again, what do I know? I'm not on Fox Business. With that, we go out to your phone calls. Who got in first? Dennis in Florida wants to talk about world government. Thanks for calling in. Dennis, you're on the air. Hey, Harrison. Thanks for taking my call. It's an honor to talk to you again. Um, I was on Owen Shorter Live's uh, show last night and uh, talking about the Global Republic plans for 10 Americas uh, uh, that are free and with small governments to stay out of our lives. And discussing these plans, debating them, is the only way that we're going to unify the world to get the leverage we need to break the hold of the globalists. And this comes down to us constantly debating the plans on InfoWars and other channels. Uh, and that's going to unify us. And then we form a convention of states. Once we've unified the world with that vision and everyone's talking about it, we then have the convention of states and revert the Constitution back to the pre-1913 U.S. Constitution with originalist updates mm -hmm. that the new right is going to be integral to form. And then Panama to Alaska, including Japan and the Caribbean, would form New, new America, and that is a template to form the remaining nine 
forming 10 Americas that make the global republic. And so this is our only way that we're going to get out of it. It's, it's like math. I'll, I challenge anyone in the world to come up with a better plan. The founders were correct. We don't need to reinvent the wheel. We have to get back to what they made. And that is what this is all about. And everyone wants to come to America. So let's bring America to them with 10 of them. Amen. And and that was the belief of America. You know, the Statue of Liberty now is is used as a symbol of welcoming. And they attach that plaque like 100 years later after the statue was built that changed the entire definition of liberty and in a way the definition of what America is and means and is supposed to do in the world. The idea of the Statue of Liberty was this idea of the American spirit of liberty beaming out to the rest of the world. It wasn't welcoming people in. It was it was beaming out liberty to everybody else. Right. It was a gift from the French who, as badly as their revolution went, sort of took inspiration from America in freeing themselves from the bondage of uh, royalty and, and the church. That was so thoroughly corrupt at the time. So that is the idea. We're supposed to beam out our values to the rest of the world. We're supposed to help other people free themselves from bondage in their own countries, not bring them here necessarily. So I think you're exactly right. We do need to send this mindset, this this concept, this revolutionary mm-hmm. idea of representative government to the rest of the world in a very real way. And you're also right that we don't need, and I've said it a million times, like a re-revolution. Like we need a re-revolution. We don't need a revolution because we have the Constitution. The Constitution works. It's good. It got everything right. We need to go back to that, and we need to update it for the modern world. I mean we need a digital bill of rights. We need to uh, adapt the basic principles of the Constitution to the modern world because we're not the same world we were in 1776, and there's new things that need new laws to guarantee the rights of the individual, and we need to remind ourselves that the government is only legitimate insofar as it is there to protect the rights of the individual, not impose things on the individual. So I think you're exactly right, Dennis. I think that's exactly what we need, and I love the term the new right. We are the new right. We've needed- That's what we were talking about last night on Owen Schroyer's show is the new right. Owen really uh, emphasized that. I love and we it. Have to be, uh, we have to support them as much as we can and increase their numbers because the new right is the solution. And, and, not and just, the only way that we're going to use. And not Go just ahead. reacting to the left, but actually having a plan, a, a vision of the future, how we can progress, how we can move forward, how we can take advantage of the technologies that are opening up whole new vistas of human experience. We need to have something that we're reaching for, something that we're striving for, something that we can bring other people along in our journey towards rather than just always playing defense against these other people who have their own dystopian, utopian vision. In 60 seconds, I don't have time to tell you about all the incredible ingredients in TurboForce. But if you simply go to InfoWarsStore.com and look at the list of ingredients and look them up, every one of them is known to give you boosted, clean, focused energy without the letdown. We're talking up to 10 hours of clean energy per serving with TurboForce, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. And it's discounted right now. And it doesn't just boost your body's clarity and focus and stamina. It also funds the InfoWar. So it's a 360 win. If you've never tried TurboForce, now is the time. It's got five-star reviews. TurboForce at InfoWarsStore.com will take your energy and your clarity to the next level without the letdown, and it funds the InfoWar, a true 360 win. So go get TurboForce today at InfoWarsStore.com, and I know you will not be disappointed because thousands of others have gotten it, and it has five-star reviews. Get TurboForce now. 
Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed, dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is the Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking it? About four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm -hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal. We go directly out to your phone calls this segment. Infowarsstore.com, I remind you, is the only way that we get funding to do anything that we do. We are dedicated to this. We are sworn to uphold the rights of humanity of every race, color, and creed against the onslaught of the globalists who want us all 
boiled down into some shapeless morass that they have total control over. We will oppose it with everything we've got. All that we ask is that you help us in this by going to InfoWarsStore.com, InfoWarsStore.com, the only funding mechanism we have here. You can donate there if you want, but I encourage you to try some of the products. Bodies is 40% off, TurboForce Plus, incredible energy supplement, an energy drink mix, also 40% off, Winter Sun, uh, vitamin D supplement, also 40% off, massive discounts, incredible products, plus human liberty and righteous fury, all available at InfoWarsStore.com. Dot com. Go there today. Keep us on air forever. With that, we got to your phone calls. Jefferson in Virginia has comment about Drax Power Plant, the the brilliant, the brilliant plan of burning trees instead of coal and calling it carbon neutral. Because why not? Thanks for calling in, Jefferson. You're on the air. Hey, good morning, Harrison. Good morning. Yeah, the, what they're doing to the Drax Power Plant is just sabotage. They took a perfect coal-burning plant where the coal was pulverized into a powder, much like a, 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 a gas almost, and burned the coal that way. And now they want to throw wood pellets into the system, sunflower pellets, olive pellets, peanut shell husks, and rape meal. That They want to throw that in with the what they call co-firing. <laughs> they take something that's highly efficient, and just, I mean, a wood pellet can't burn anywhere near as efficiently as coal dust. Of course. You know, uh, cr- grain silos are flammable because of the dust. You can, anything that's converted into a dust can be uh, turned into almost a, a, a fuel for a fire. Right. It's, it's right. Not- I've, seen, I've seen things where, like, they'll take, people take flour, and, like, if you throw flour into the air, and it'll catch on fire. Uh, you know, things that, I don't know if it's aerosolized, but when they, yeah, break down into that small of a particle, they become extremely flammable. So, so Drax was burning like 9 million tons of coal efficiently every year, and these environmentalists decided that somehow biomass, which makes no sense of taking trees from America and turning them into wood pellets and shipping them to England where you're going to throw them in a burner that's nowhere near as efficient as burning coal dust, makes sense. And somehow they're thinking they're, they're, they're reducing CO2 emissions by doing that is ludicrous. It's, it's like right. burying trees. It's the dump. We're supposed to be to dis- dislike trees now. That's what Bill Gates is trying to make us think that trees are bad. This is like idiocracy and Brondo and the plant. I mean, it's it just is. That, yes, yes, that is a uh, excellent. That is a, that is an excellent uh, comparison. That's exactly what it's like. And that was one story I didn't have in my climate stack. Uh, but it's out there. Just search, you know, bury wood, uh, a stealth effort to bury wood for carbon removal has just raised millions, uh, raised millions. This is from MIT Technology Review. So again, I'm not making this up. This is mainstream stuff. Kodama has raised more than $6 million from Bill Gates's climate fund and other investors as it pursues new ways to reduce wildfire risks and lock away carbon harvested in trees. Translation, they're cutting down healthy old growth trees and burying them in the ground. And Bill Gates is helping them do that. So, again, you have to wonder what, like, what is going on here, Jefferson? How did nobody question this for the first four or five years it was implemented? Like, how do they get away with such absurd claims? And nobody even questions it. People just read it. Oh, wow, they stopped burning coal. How wonderful. Burning trees instead. I bet that makes sense if I'm not an expert, so I don't know. I mean, how do they get away with this, Jefferson? It's some sort of mass formation psychosis where we've all been cowed into not questioning the stupidity of what these experts are telling us. Exactly. But, you know, with a slogan like uh, uh, burying, 
That's what trees need. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, the trees want to be buried. It's for the trees. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. It is idiocracy writ large in real life. Thank you for that call. I know uh, Aaron from Colorado also wants to talk about so-called biomass. The fact they had to come up with a new word for it, Aaron, it's trees. Just call it trees. But they understand that if they call it trees, people might start asking questions. Call it something that sounds technical like biomass. And that shuts those questions up. Thanks for calling in. Aaron, you're on the air. What do you think about biomass? Oh, yeah. Michael Moore came out with a movie a few years ago called Planet of the Humans. Do you remember that? Vaguely. I don't think I ever saw it. But there's this one um, part in the movie where they're doing the biomass thing. It was right next to a school. And mm. and I guess, I guess it snowed, and the snow was black. So they went in and Lord. they went in and checked it out, and they were trying to burn green trees. And in order to burn the green trees, they had to burn tires to get the trees to burn. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> well, you thought burning trees was bad. No, we, right. If we want to burn trees, we have to burn tires as well. We're environmentalists. It's incredible, Aaron. Incredible. Yeah, they tested the snow and everything, and they found like rubber. You know, it's something biblical about it, isn't it? It's like it's like a, a biblical plague. It's you'd hear a, a psalm or something about how the snow, you know, it snowed black. Like it, there's something so satanic about all of this. They are they are destroying the earth wholesale, and it is horrifying to see. Yeah, I miss that. I'm telling you, for like two years, I was just compiling all these different stories. Every ridiculous headline I'd see, I would just bookmark it and and put it to the side, knowing I'd eventually fold it in. But I could make a skit meeting, I could make a pitch, pitch meeting four hours long and not get to all of the insane things that these people are up to. Thank you for that call, Aaron. I'm, burning tires to burn trees. Incredible. Uh, I think Jay from Georgia also wants to talk about, well, the controlled collapse of the global economy. You know, if the question is what's the bigger scam, COVID or climate change, the real discernment, the real understanding is that they're the same scam and it's all orchestrated to collapse the global economy in a controlled way so that the the discomfort and fright of the people caused by the you know when the collapse causes the fright and discomfort the powers that be can come in and offer the solution which is technocratic slavery jay from georgia what do you think about the controlled collapse of the global economy hey harrison can you hear me okay yes sir thanks for calling in Oh, man, it's a pleasure to talk to you again, Harrison. I talked to you about a month ago talking about how AI is aware of things. But today I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about that. But uh, my first question is, what is the definition of an invasion, my friend? And I'll answer it real quick. The definition of an invasion is to be completely surrounded without your aware. So uh, I feel like that's what's going on. Um, I mean, it says in biblical text that, uh, you know, the alphabet and the numbers have been given to us, and uh, I just don't think that uh, technology is something that we created ourselves. And uh, I feel like we're under an innovation. Maybe they want the resources on this planet for uh, technological reasons versus biological. Well, that, yeah, that, and that is true. I mean, all the technology that humans created is really just about discovering what already exists, discovering the, the processes and the interactions that nature already has with each other and just using it. It's just using things that already exist and processes that already exist to our own ends. You know, it's not 
because of humans that, you know, gunpowder explodes. That's just what it does. And humans can manufacture and create it, but it's an innate capability of, of that material. So yeah, we, we, we don't create anything from scratch. All we have is what God has given us to work with and manipulate. And, uh, you said invasion is uh, uh, being being surrounded but not knowing it. Sounds more like an infestation to me. Maybe that's a better word. We're being invaded. That is absolutely true. But we're also being infested, infested with migrants who are all around us draining our resources. And yet, for most people, go largely unseen. If you're not going out of your way to go to the camps or the hotels where they're staying, it's invisible to you. What's visible is your dwindling bank account as your taxes rise to pay for it. We'll be right back on the other side with more phone calls for our final segment of American Journal, InfoWarsStore.com, InfoWarsStore.com, InfoWarsStore.com. The InfoWars Live Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver has finally returned. To celebrate this powerful product's long-awaited homecoming, we're slashing $10 off the asking price, passing the savings on to you. Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. Concentrated to 30 parts per million in a pure base of deionized water, this survival silver is the perfect fit for you and your family's routine and emergency supply. Colloidal silver is an amazing natural product that can assist your body's many healing processes. Do a deep dive, research the possibilities of colloidal silver yourself, and don't miss out on this limited time offer of $10 off. Try InfoWars Life Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver today. Available right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Hello, Americans. I want to share with you a story. A story about inflammation, the silent menace that lurks within our bodies, affecting our health and well-being. Inflammation, the root cause of countless ailments, quietly wreaking havoc over time. Long-term exposure to inflammation has been linked to a myriad of health issues, from heart disease to arthritis, even cognitive decline. But fear not, for there's a beacon of hope found in the wisdom of nature, a remedy that has stood the test of time, turmeric. And now I present to you Baudis from InfoWarsStore.com, a powerful blend crafted with precision, boasting 95% curcuminoids extracted from turmeric. It's good for your heart, your brain, everything. It is 40% off, back in stock, Baudis Ultimate Turmeric Formula, InfoWarsStore.com. 29 years on air, all I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth and been accurate, and we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methyl folate with high quality organic 
complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It, it energizes your cells, and then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy. The strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. Winter isn't coming. Winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption for healthy bones and teeth, and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. In addition to the vitamin D, Winter Sun Plus includes vitamin K and E to enhance the formula and provide you with even more whole body support. And all these vitamins are presented in a way that is both delicious and easy to absorb. When the winters come, they come cold. So weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at Band.video. Final segment here on the American Journal. We will on the American Journal. We will go out to your calls here momentarily. Before we do that, I want to mention a, a major thing going on right now in the UK. The American political establishment has taken a break from their crying of crocodile tears over the mistreatment of Alexei Navalny, an activist in Russia who was imprisoned where he died last week. They took a break from mourning and, and lamenting the poor fate of that hero to uh, continue prosecuting Julian Assange to death. So hypocrisy is the, the key word today. WikiLeaks founder Assange starts final legal battle to avoid extradition to the United States. Stories in InfoWars. I'm reading here from NPR. Julian Assange's lawyers will begin the final UK legal challenge on Tuesday to stop the WikiLeaks founder from being sent to the United States to face spying charges. The 52-year-old has been fighting extradition for more than a decade, including seven years in self-exile in the Ecuadorian embassy in London for the last five years in a high-security prison. Now, he's actually not present at the high court where this appeal hearing is taking place because he's too unwell because he has been... Um, Degraded to the shell of a human being by being hunted like a fox by the people that he exposed as war criminals because he's a hero. And his sacrifice will not go unrespected. Now, there is a crowd there in front of the high court where this is taking place. Huge crowd of protesters gathers in front of the Supreme Court. In London, UK, to demand freedoms for Wiki, uh, WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange. 
This hearing marks the beginning of the end for the extradition case, as any grounds rejected by these judges can no longer uh, can no f- can cannot be further appealed in the UK, bringing Assange dangerously close to extradition. Assange, an Australian citizen, has been indicted on 17 counts of espionage and one charge of computer misuse over his website's publication of classified U.S. documents. U.S. prosecutors say he helped U.S. Army intelligence analyst Chelsea Manning steal diplomatic cables and military files that WikiLeaks later published, putting lives at risk. To his supporters, Assange is a secrecy-busting journalist who exposed U.S. military wrongdoings in Iraq and Afghanistan and is entitled to First Amendment protections. They argue that the prosecution is politically motivated and that he won't get a fair trial in the United States. I remind you that when Hillary Clinton didn't know she was being recorded, she suggested that they drone strike Julian Assange. So that's how they feel about this hero. Of course, our prayers go out to Julian Assange, his family and supporters. And I just pray justice be done in this case. It would be, I can only imagine the relief if he were to be set free or at least not extradited to the United States. Ironically, he probably should have done what Snowden did and gone to Russia. Perhaps the mistake that Assange made was relying on the professed principles of Western democracy that are in fact an illusion and disregarded at the slightest provocation. Perhaps if he'd gone to Russia, he'd be living a relatively free life right now, like Edward Snowden. I, again, I bring that up not to criticize or mock Assange. I'm, I would not do that. But to point out the hypocrisy of our establishment claiming that Russia is some tyrannical regime while simultaneously ruthlessly hunting down, hunting down and trying to destroy a journalist for publishing secret documents that prove that they're war criminals. Beginning of the end as Assange court, uh, Assange case returns to court. And we'll see how this goes. Hopefully, though I don't have much hope, there is some remnant of those classic British principles of free speech that still exist in these judges that can bring some semblance of respite to this innocent man. Thomas Massey, representative from Kentucky, I believe, posted this with hashtag free Assange. Representative McGovern and I, along with 13 other representatives and Senator Rand Paul, sent this bipartisan letter to President Biden urging him to drop the prosecution of Julian Assange. Dear President Biden, as members of Congress deeply committed to the principles of free speech and freedom of the press, we write to strongly encourage your administration to withdraw the U.S. extradition request currently pending against Australian publisher Julian Assange and halt all prosecutorial proceedings against him as soon as possible. Mr. Assange, the founder of WikiLeaks, faces multiple charges under the Espionage Act due to his role in publishing classified documents about the U.S. State Department, Guantanamo, Guantanamo Bay, and wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. He has been detained on remand in London since 2019 and is pending extradition to the U.S., having lost his appeal of extradition order in the courts of the United Kingdom. Deep concerns about this case have been repeatedly expressed by international media outlets, human rights and press freedom advocates, the members of Congress, among others. To cite only a few of the commentaries, in November 2022, New York Times, The Guardian, Le Monde, Der Spiegel, and El Pais came together to express their grave 
grave concerns about the continued prosecution of Julian Assange for obtaining and publishing classified materials, arguing that publishing is not a crime. And in December 2022, a coalition of press freedoms, civil liberties, and international human rights organizations wrote to Attorney General Merrick Garland, urging him to correct course and abandon the relentless pursuit of Mr. Assange in order to protect the ability of journalists to freely report in the United States without fear of retribution. U.S. elected officials have previously called on the administration to drop charges against Mr. Assange, including in April of this year when members of the House argued that every day the prosecution of Julian Assange continues is another day that our own government needlessly undermines our own moral authority abroad and rolls back freedoms of the press under the First Amendment at home. He goes on to say that we believe the Department of Justice acted correctly in 2013 during your vice presidency when it declined to pursue charges against Mr. Assange for publishing the classified documents because it recognized that the prosecution would set a dangerous precedent. We note that the 1917 Espionage Act was ostensibly intended, ostensibly intended to punish and imprison government employees and contractors for, for providing and selling state secrets to enemy governments, not to punish journalists and whistleblowers for attempting to inform the public about serious issues that some U.S. government officials would prefer they keep secret. We are aware that the Assange case has been cited by officials in the People's Republic of China to claim that the U.S. is hypocritical when it comes to the purported support for media freedom. We are also well aware that should the U.S. extradition and prosecution go forward, there is significant risk that our bilateral relationship with Australia will be badly damaged. So there you go. Uh, a powerful statement from Thomas Massey, because at least some remnant of free speech as a principle still exists in this country when it's dying out everywhere else. With that, we got to a few more phone calls. We've got Nick in North Carolina. Wants to talk about Biden abandoning electric vehicles. That was a story we had yesterday. Didn't quite get to it. Tell us what's up with that. Nick, you're on the air. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having me on. Thank you. So a little, back, little background. I'm a professional engineer. I'm licensed in 20-some-odd states, and a lot of my projects involve putting in electric vehicle charging stations. And these things are energy hogs. They are, just mm-hmm. because of the physics behind it. So the big thing, I think a big story that hit yesterday, the day before, was that uh, Biden's quietly moving away from this EV initiative, which is a good thing because I actually pulled numbers off the government's own websites, and it proves that uh, we don't, we do not produce enough electricity in this country to power all the vehicles if exactly. they were converted to to be electric. No, I mean there is no doubt. Right. It's not about charging in the off-peak times. It's just we don't make enough electricity. And I love technology. I think it's the uh, it's the ultimate expression of God's commandment to go out and be fruitful and multiply, okay, to conquer the world around us. So I think it's a great thing, and I think it'd be good technology. But you need to build power plants in parallel with converting everything over to electricity. Right. And um, I, I just I don't understand the, 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 the stupidity behind some of these decisions. I think if you put people in charge that actually knew – that actually understand what's going on, the world would be a lot better place and our but, country would be a lot but, better that's, place. But, but that's the thing, isn't it, Nick? They know, don't they? I mean, these people aren't stupid. These people are at the top of, like, you know, governments and, and uh, corporations. They understand that there's not enough electricity production, right? So, I mean, do you think it's that they don't understand what they're doing or do you think they know perfectly well, or like I said in my skit, where they go, you know, there's not enough power electricity because we don't want everybody to own cars. You're going to have a fleet of electric vehicles that can be handled by the electricity production. So, I mean, they're not stupid, right? They know what they're doing, and it's a trick. Would you agree with that, or, or you think they're just dumb? I think it's a combination of both. I think I think you're probably right, because they, they're playing it. They look at the problem as a politician does, right? How can I control? How can I increase my control, and how can I can increase my power? So, yeah, let's go out there. Let's push this initiative. We'll make money on the side, 
And oh, by the way, if it falls flat, well, we'll blame somebody else. We'll never right. blame, blame ourselves. So they play the game as politicians and the people that actually could. And it's a crying shame, man, because we got the technological ability to do a lot more than we're doing in this world, right? Yep. And it's a crying shame because the people that can actually, they're actually qualified and equipped to create these systems and, and execute the implementation of these systems. They're, they're left behind. You know, it's like, well, we'll call you when we need you to fix our problem. Right. You know, we'll go create the problem. So, yeah, that's a combination. I think part of it is their incompetence and their stupidity. Because I, you know, you got to you got to be careful not to overestimate your enemy's abilities. But then again, you don't want to underestimate. So I don't think they're exactly. all powerful, all knowing. I just, I, think I just they, have they trouble. I just think like when when you and I know this, they have to know it. That's all I think. I just think there's no way they don't know. I know, and who the hell am I? These people are in this every day. You don't think they understand? Great call, Nick. Thank you very much for that. Uh, sorry to our other callers, we weren't able to get to you. Bart in St. Cloud wanted to talk about the history of Rome. Call back tomorrow, Bart. You know I love talking about the history of Rome. Thanks for being here with us, folks. Stay tuned. The Alex Jones Show in 90 seconds. Infowarsstore.com. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard how amazing turmeric is for inflammation, for your joints, your bones, your blood, your organs, your mind, everything. Well, we have Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula with 95% curcuminoid extract. No one that we know of has it even above 85%. This is the strongest formula on the market, and it's way lower price than some of the top brands out there that are 75%, 80% humanoid. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula is amazing. You're missing out if you don't try it. It's discounted right now, 40% off at InfoWarsTore.com, and it funds the InfoWar, a total 360 win. You owe it to yourself to try Bodies. I know you'll be amazed. Get yours right now at InfoWarsTore.com or call toll-free 888-253-3139. Bodies, 95% humanoid extract will absolutely blow you away. All you got to do is try it. Get yours now. InfoWarsStore.com. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself, the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. I only encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us, and that's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com, and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life, all at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Emotionally, it is easy to dismiss.